is Rowena Dooley asking Seoul citizens to report for duty. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I am Griffin Gaming RPG, and we are back for another great week of conversation with a great panel of guests. It is April the 23rd, Sunday evening, and we hope you all are doing well. And I want to give some shout outs to all the cool people who jumped in here nice and early. We saw all the 07, so thank you guys for joining us. And as I mentioned, we've got some very special guests here. I want to introduce, these are two popular names in our community. Uh, one face you probably have seen before, and one we have the honor of debuting on the Soul Citizens today. So first off, I want to start out with right next to me. Not Smithy Joe Bob, but Mr. Hasgaha. <laughs> <laughs> he did the perfect timing for that, right? Mr. Hasgaha. Hasgaha, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Good. No, we are happy to have you. Thank you so much for accepting the invitation to be here tonight. And directly to his left and your right, his divine shadow. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Great. Have me on. Oh, no, we are happy to have you on. You know, I, I, world premiere. You know, I've got to say that <laughs> world right. premiere. This guy, I've, I've seen his name forever. He's been a great supporter of a lot of the the content creators out here, and it's always nice to put a face with a with a. Well, I was going to say with a voice because his voice is familiar to me, but maybe it's just something in my back of my brain. But I guess we could say a, a face with a chat, so we know who he is now. So thank you yeah. again for being here today and actually griffin that was his divine shadow who gave that sub it was a gifted sub oh it was a gifted sub oh okay yeah. well thank you hds thank you for that gift of sub to smithy yeah, joe bob take care of smithy. they can take care of smithy all right uh <laughs> also joining me today are some of my compadres we have abdi johan abdi how are you i'm doing all right how's everybody doing? you know what oh, thank I... you for that follow yes thank you uh, you know, I've reverted back to my old ways. Ubdi. Ubdi. There you Ubdi. go. Ubdi. Ubdi. I've got my, get that American stuff out of me. Ubdi. Good to see you. <laughs> All good. And next to him is Fastcart FC. How are you, FC? I'm doing well. How's everybody else doing? Good. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Good, good, good. And last, I, I, I feel woefully inadequate for this for this show, but I'll muddle through somehow. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. And last but not least, our favorite new person among our team, Yo Yo Meg. How are you, Meg? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. It's yeah. it's been a while. I've missed y'all. We are always happy. You know what? I've been watching you. You've been blowing up. Your numbers are going up more and more since you've been hitting Star Citizen hard. So congratulations on that. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, this girl, holy smoke, she dusted me. Shoot, I got to work on my game. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Just trying to show out for the soul citizens. Is that what it is? Well, we love you, sweetie. You've been doing a great job. Actually, I've been watching the stream, really. You've yeah. been doing a great job. Your energy is infectious that people have. So and when you and Abdi team up, it's always great when you guys are on Absolutely the stream agree. together. So it's always fun. Thank you. Well, folks, we are here today uh, on a show called The Camera Eye. And uh, the theme of today's show is talking about something that people have enjoyed in Star Citizen. Uh, some people have ridiculed about Star Citizen. Uh, some people will say that Star Citizen is the greatest screenshot game ever. 
Uh, and they say that with love. And there are other ones <laughs> who say that that's all it is. It's nothing but a great screenshot <laughs> game. Um, so but we're, we're talking about the fact that what is it about Star Citizen that does compel us to do these really incredible screenshots and a lot of stuff that you guys have seen. I mean, we've talked about Machinima. We've done that every week on Fast Card Show. We've done it on this show. We brought on Machinima artists and content creators, but we've never really dealt with the digital photography aspects of it. Uh, and the two people that we have here as our guests today, I had them, I invited them specifically um, because they both have contributed work, particularly when I'm watching uh, Yacht Club. Yacht Club every week opens up highlighting uh, different folks in the community who presented their work. And I've seen plenty of Divine Shadows work. I've seen Hasgaha's work there. And I said, here's two guys that, you know, have different approaches to what they do. Uh, HDS was a little, what was the word I want to say? He was a little, not shy about it, but he was like, you know, Griff, I'm not really all into it that much. And I'm like, yeah, dude, but I'm, I dig your stuff. You know, I dig your stuff. So I want you to come on, you know? And, 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 and he feels, to me, he seems like he's the more casual who just enjoys doing it. Where we know Hasgaha has kind of built a reputation within the community that even I think Abdi Image, Abdi Image did earlier, uh, where he's put out tutorials. And a lot of us have used those tutorials to learn uh, about how to get better, not just in just Star Citizen, but just in general, how to develop a, a keen eye uh, for photography. So both of you guys, once again, we appreciate you guys being here. Um, let's start out with our guests. Um, I'm going to go with HDS instead of saying his divine shadow because I'm going to mess that up at some point. Uh, but I am going to ask you, what inspired you to start doing, you know, the digital photography in the game? Any background in photography, passion for? Did you just start doing it because you saw other people doing it? What kind of got you into taking images? Well, I never really had like a, a background in photography. I've always had an interest in, in art and photography and video, videography in general. Mm. But, uh, but what really kind of got me into it in Star Citizen was that I, I kind of discovered the the advanced camera controls. So I started kind of messing around with them a little bit and and just trying to to see what I could really get. And it got some really good results. So I just kind of started doing it. Then of course uh, just to to give uh, proper respect due to to Hoskaya here after seeing some of the images that he did, he truly inspired me to to try to push the limits to go even further. Uh, to see what I can do, and other members of the community as well. Uh, I've been seeing what they're doing. I watch people, what other people do, and what what they do kind of inspires me as well. As I say, can I do something similar to that, or or can I do something that maybe improves upon that, or something that's unique that's not really been seen before? So it's just trying to see what I can accomplish just with the with the stuff that's in the game. I, I'm not exactly a, entirely a purist. Sometimes I'll I'll use maybe a little bit of post processing, but I tend to really just like to use what's possible with the in game stuff myself, if possible. Yeah, but you, you can get some really good results, and, and it's one of the few games that's kind of impressive. I've tried other games too uh, in the past, trying to take uh, uh, screenshots and stuff like that, but they don't give you a lot of leeway so some do like like cyberpunk they, that, mm -hmm. that's one game that really gives you a lot of control and, and uh yeah. other things too but but i i haven't really gotten into to taking a lot of imagery with that i'm mostly into to doing so with star citizen if anything now you, you talked about you try to avoid that and i don't mean in the bad way you say you know sometimes you may use post-processing but in general you try to get the shot right the way you want it evidently did you have background in using anything like Photoshop or any digital stuff before, or did it get introduced to it once you started doing this? I, I was kind of self-taught in, in a sense, okay. just from 
past experience is like oh, I want to to be able to do this in Photoshop. Be mostly it wasn't anything was professional. I was usually doing things for other people mm -hmm. to to kind of help them do some stuff for their images and not a lot of my own uh, photography. But I but I have done some photography on my own, but not something that I always go out and seek out doing. It's something I've wanted to do more, but. Uh, I just haven't really had the chance to to go do it as much as I would like to. In, in a sense, it's, uh, so like I said, it's something I'm interested in, but it's not something that that drives me what I I do all the time. Okay. If anything, it's more the the digital photography and, and Star Citizen and doing other similar things like uh, 3D rendering uh, with with certain programs like Blender or. Or uh, I'm not sure how many people, people might have heard things like DAS 3D and stuff like mm. that, or Poser and, Poser, and other yeah. very various things like that too. So I've, like I said, I've always been interested in digital art, and yeah. this is kind of an extension of that for me. Awesome. Very cool. Thanks. Uh, Mr. Haskell, I'm going to go to you next. Same thing. Any, you know, background in photography or videography or anything like that? Uh, I've been a professional graphic designer for about over 25, 25 years now. Hmm. Um, so that's where my training, my professional side lies. Um, and I've been a hobbyist photographer since I was a kid, I guess. I've inherited multiple film SLR cameras. I have a couple DSLRs laying around here somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always taking pictures, but not for clients, not professionally. Sometimes they get used in my graphic design as mm -hmm. background textures and uh, color studies and things like that. But uh, no, the photography in real life is just for fun. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, what about, um, is there any translations from your graphic work into this? Is, is there, do you feel like that there's some aspects of that that you incorporate into it? Or do you look at it strictly from, you know, from the lens photography side? Is that, or is, is there, is the, do those, do those cross over to each other a little bit for you? I'd they say they hmm? absolutely cross over hmm? things I've learned from art school and graphic design concepts, mm -hmm. color theory, lighting, all that stuff plays, comp uh, composition, framing, mm -hmm. everything plays a part in photography. Mm -hmm. um, it's not necessary, but mm -hmm. it, I definitely apply what I know from my jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. The reason why I ask is because when we were doing the machinima, you know, shows, we've got some people, you know, like HDS said, who just, they, they were inspired by it jumped in it, maybe they didn't have a lot of background in it. And then there are some people's work, you know, you talk to them and they'll tell you, oh, I was shooting, I worked for a motion picture company. You know, you could, in, in, in some ways, sometimes you see that in the imagery and sometimes you don't. I mean, sometimes the people who were inspired, they studied all these other people so well, you know, that, that maybe their first or second shot isn't there. But I, I know, we, Fastcard will tell you, we've reviewed so many machinimas, people when it was their first one, and when they're on their sixth or seventh, we see such a grand improvement in what they do. You know, that oh, now yeah. it's comparable to the people who may be doing it for a living and career. Uh, so that it's interesting to hear about the graphic arts design. And I'm gonna jump from you because Abdi smiled when you said that, because Abdi's background is in that area as well. Cove Tipper Virus, thank you for that follow. And HDS, thank you for the 100 bits. We gotta make sure Whammer tells you thank you, okay? Oh, All right, God. thank you very much for that. Okay. There he is, Jesus. <laughs> All right, uh, Abdi, let's talk about you. Your background, any background in, in the area of photography or graphics or art? Yeah, um, so I'm a graphic designer. I, I, I don't got the 25 year badge, I, but I do get the, the I have the 10 year badge now. 
mm -hmm. um, which is always funny to think about because whenever they're like, you need at least 10 years experience on an application. I'm in the past. I was like, damn. And now I'm like, Hey, <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, that's, that's fun. But yeah, I do that uh, professionally have been doing that for 10 years, but um, my interest in photography goes back to when I was a kid. My sister is five years older than me and she is the reason why I do art in the first place. Um, she is a much better artist than me in every way, even though she doesn't do it professionally anymore or has never, but she, she inspires me in so many ways. And, uh, she had a, a an SLR and, uh, would play around with that, would shoot video in high school and stuff like that. So then when I finally got into high school, um, when I was a kid, uh, I, uh, joined with the photography class, like freshman year. And I was just so involved with that, that eventually I became a peer mentor and eventually uh, like a, a TA in high school, um, like teaching kids during one of my like slots of, mm -hmm. of classes. So um, darkroom photography is where I come from. Uh, I'm a graphic designer now, but uh, I went to school for film and video production. So all of that is super super cool to me okay, very cool. super cool there it is uh, that's, super cool. that's super your cool. phrase that's your yeah. phrase right that's the phrase <laughs> like right. a drinking game out there you gotta do it <laughs> but, Griffin, uh, can yeah, I so... interrupt real quick sure. uh, they're not, they're, we're not doing a giveaway today right no okay yeah oh it did oh, okay y'all ignore that giveaway <laughs> stuff thank you fast hey that band new merchant man don't even say that oh my god don't say that I'll make, I'll make sure i will make sure while yo-yo's talking that i go in and disable that very quickly um and let me i'm gonna skip yeah, over no, so like oh, I, go ahead, go ahead. yeah just saying like uh, yeah i've i've uh i'm super i'm i'm very much into photography still do that for work um i although i'm primarily a graphic designer i do i still do video production i have to kind of be a jack of all trades mm. Um, at the company that I work at. So photography and videography all goes into that. Nice. Okay. Very cool. All right, Meg, I'm coming to you now. What's your love or background or interest in how you get this whole thing with photography? Um, I have a slight background in uh, macro photography, pretty self-taught. Mm -hmm. um, love taking pictures of insects. I'm like an amateur entomologist as well. Oh. Um, so oh, cool. got into that for a, a while. Um, still into it, but I wait for the summer season um, when there's a lot of insects out um, and I moved like recently. So um, I lost my patch of dead weeds and stuff where a lot of insects flocked. Um, so I have to find a new one out here in Dallas. Um, but yeah, so um, with that in regards to star citizen photography, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that's what got me into it. I feel like I just really liked um, some like, the layout of Star Citizen, whether like I'm in a ship or a vehicle on a planet, planet or in space, mm -hmm. um, I kind of just look for things that I think would be um, fire desktop backgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, what got me into messing with the advanced controls um, with the camera stuff in Star Citizen was Abdi and Hattori Blade, I believe. And also Hattori. Griffin, that yeah, that streamer you were talking about a few weeks ago, um, um, that person who, uh, their whole stream is basically them talking in third person, right? Oh, oh, oh. Um, and it's like Brett, very cinematic. Yeah, Brett. Um, yes. Hmm, can't think of her name now. You all know, you, I don't know if you all have ever seen her, but she does everything as a role play. She, she stays expat in Brett, yeah. expat Brett. Thank you. Yeah, expat Brett. Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Very, yeah. <laughs> amazing work um i'm like blown away every time i pop into the stream mm. um 
But yeah, uh, basically just uh, the, I think, was it Haskaha? <laughs> I'm already oh, yeah. butchering the name. Um, no, you got it. Sent no, me, the, it. Sent me the, the picture, um, the like cheat sheet, basically. Um, so I started messing around with that and I'm not at all nowhere near um, what other people, where other, where other people are at with screenshots in this game. Um, I don't like use uh, outside sources like Photoshop and stuff like that, but definitely starting to get into it. I would love to get into it more. Mm -hmm. I think the only issue that I've, um, that I'm running into right now is that whenever I play, I stream. And so I've, I've found that like whenever I'm messing with like, the depth of field and field and stuff, mm -hmm. my stream crashes. Um, That's such a unique bug to me. Yeah, I've never heard of that I'm, before. I'm I can't not really find anything about it. I'm not here for the uh, um, the helpful tips and stuff like that. I just wanted to, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not, sorry, Abdi, I'm not saying you're trying to, I no, love you, Yeah, I'm just saying, like, uh, it's just unfortunate. So I haven't been getting too into it because of that. But, um, yeah, in my free time, I've definitely been messing with it. And I feel like I've taken some cool pictures. But, um, yeah, I'm definitely super impressed. Every time I scroll through Twitter, my Twitter feed has definitely been a lot of star citizen screenshots um i'm glad that it's my feeds turned into that mm -hmm. it's awesome seeing um everybody's uh how they view the game differently i guess um the way they take photos and so i think that's that's something really that's what's that, that's what really interests me about photography is because obviously like it's very relative and that's what makes it so beautiful um and yeah, getting to see just like, I'm just like blown away, honestly. Like, how are you taking these pictures in this game? <laughs> um, so it's like, I definitely want to get to that point one day. Uh, yeah. That's cool. I, I got to say one thing for Meg. She, uh, she, was, she was working on like a, like, a, like, a, um, like a mini keyboard, not mini keyboard, but it didn't have the numpad on it. Mm -hmm. She actually went out and got a numpad just because she wanted to take better screenshots. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I get it. And then if you if you uh, join her Discord, she has a channel that has all for macro photography. It's beautiful stuff. Y'all should y'all should check it out. Very nice. I have to say this. I had no idea. I knew about Abdi with graphic arts. I didn't know he had a heart and a passion for photography. And same with Yo-Yo. I I. I and, it frustrates me because they're on my team and I don't even know that about their backgrounds. Uh, so that means that now I'm going to be sucking them in for whenever I need stuff. I won't go in the game. I'll ask them to go get it for me. So that'll be a new job now. All right. I practice with AUEC. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it will be AUEC, not UEC. I can tell you right. that. All right. So, um, as for me, um, you know, my background is a weird background. I started shooting back in, I hate how old I am. I'm the dinosaur in the room, but I started shooting in high school back in 1978. Um, and from uh. there, by the time I went to college, I was at Columbia, studied photography and film and here in Chicago. Um, I, I, my passion was going toward fashion and, and commercial work. I did that for a very long time. I uh, did a little bit of journalism, but my, my I love doing studio work. And in 20... Oh God, 2010, right after the crash, I got rid of my studio and, and over the next seven years after that, I got away from photography completely. I shot everything from rangefinders to SLRs, five and a quarters, eight by 10 cameras, the whole nine yards, got into digital when digital was not a thing. <clears throat> and um, eventually just got to the computer stuff, but then I got away from photography and still had a passion for it. And then when this came up, I ended up joining, I'm, I don't know if I'm still a member there or not because I haven't submitted in so long, but I got an Imperial Geographic, the uh, org that's here. And that was going to be my spark to get back involved in doing some photography in the game. They did run a couple of my pieces that I did. 
Um, but I'm horrible. I'm, I'm terrible. So I'm going to, some of the pieces I have are from the work I did there that I didn't submit, <clears throat> but, uh, that's been my background in, in photography, uh, over the years. Now you might say, guys, why didn't I go to FastCart? Because FastCart is going to be our, he's going to be our curator <laughs> for when we start talking about the images, he's going to curate and uh, each one of the artists, I'm going to call everybody here an artist, is going to show their work and talk about it, let you know what inspired them to capture that work. Uh, but and I'm happy to be here. I, I, I get paid by the hour. Yeah, yeah, more <laughs> AUEC. And so, um, but before we do that, what we want to do, some of you may not be familiar with doing photography in game. And uh, we're going to show you a little bit of Mr. Hasgaha's video called Star Citizen Camera Controls Tutorial. He put out one several years ago. He recently updated it. Uh, it's, I know it's very difficult because stuff in Star Citizen changes so much, but it is a great guide if you're curious. He also has, and I'll let him talk about that a little bit. He does have a shortcut uh, card, which Yo-Yo uh, Yo talked about, that you we could definitely print out, have with you, um, and, and put to good use because it is a good point of reference. Uh, thank you, Mr. Hasgahai. We appreciate that. That was um, a gift sub, so thanks. Thank Thrakazog. Oh, Thrakazog. Thrakazog hooked you up. Thank you, Thrakazog. Awesome. Um, so I, I want to let him do a little introduction to this video. We're just going to watch a portion of it. We're not going to show it here because what I want you all to do is go to his link, which we just dropped in for you. I want you guys to check out that video, give it some views, send it to some people, uh, because there are people all the time who ask which button is for the camera and how do I do this and how do I do that? So hopefully you'll, you'll pick some of those tips up from his video. But, and, um, and definitely check out the check check out the description in the video because I have the the PDF for the for, for, for the guide inside the description. Absolutely, Mr. Hasgah, just go to his website. He's got like the coolest website. There's <laughs> yes. like tons of curated that, that's in the description there. too. Yeah. I think. I don't, wait, wait, listen. Will you all let him plug his stuff? I told him I'm gonna let him plug it. Let him plug his stuff. All right, go ahead, Hasgah. What do you want to say about the video? Anything else you want to share before we watch it? Uh, well, I made the video because I wanted. There were lots of really good tutorials on the camera system, uh, even back when I first made the tutorial. Um, my problem was, though, that they were all maybe five minutes long. They either touched on a very brief overview of the entire system, or they focused on pieces of it, but there was nothing complete and in-depth. And so my video is 30 minutes long, or over 30 minutes, and it covers everything that I know about the camera system. Um, so it's really meant for a deep dive, a complete understanding. It's not a, I'm going to watch this in two minutes and understand how to do any of it. It's, it's, uh, I need to know, I need to drill down and figure out how this works and how to better utilize it and get the results that I want. That's why I made that video. Yeah. So it, it covers everything in the camera system. Okay. Great. Well, we're going to take a quick look at that. By the way, guys, I didn't put this announcement out earlier. We changed over to using a different bot. So if you see something kind of weird popping up every once in a while, please forgive us. We're trying to get it all tweaked out. This is our first week using it. Um, you'll, you might see some stuff in there about getting points and other things like that, and that's fine. You should be gathering points, but we'll talk about what those will be for a little bit later. So if you see that come up, just so you'll know what's going on, okay? All right, so let's go ahead and take a look at uh, Mr. Hasgaha's video, and we'll get things going. Hey everyone, I'm Haskaha. It's been a while since I created my original Star Citizen camera tutorial when it debuted in Alpha 2.6. Most of the camera system remains the same, but some things have changed and I felt it was time to update my tutorial. So, whether you're an in-game screenshotter, videographer, content creator, or just want a better understanding of how it all works, 
Buckle up and get ready for my exhaustive breakdown of Star Citizen's in-game camera system. This is bizarre. I don't know the last time I listened or watched this thing. <laughs> I hear you still talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm only covering the in-game camera controls in this video, and I won't be going into any of my specific techniques, tricks, or tips, but I might mention and link to a few along the way. I will be going into great detail on all the camera options and controls, and referencing real-world photography terms and techniques, as this is meant to be a definitive guide on the entire camera system. Please keep in mind that all of the key bindings I discuss here are based on the default Star Citizen bindings for a standard US or American QWERTY keyboard layout, and while it should be possible to bind some of the camera controls to a gamepad controller, I've never had much luck with it beyond using the thumbsticks for free look. Also, the only camera-related control bound to a gamepad by default is the Cycle Camera View Control, so I won't be covering or mentioning gamepad controls in this video. My tutorial is based on the current version of Star Citizen, Alpha 3.10 as of July 2020. Wow. If you're huh. watching this at a later date or patch, please keep in mind things may have changed. If the changes are significant enough, I'll make an updated or additional video, so check my channel for newer versions. Please check the video description for timestamp links to specific topics within this video if you want to jump ahead or revisit certain sections. Some might find it useful to download and print my Star Citizen Advanced Camera Controls one-page reference guide, and have that to glance at as you follow along with this tutorial. The link to my reference guide is in the description below. Yeah, I'd okay, say you the start first with thing that. I want to clarify is that and then what were you gonna say? I'd say you start with the the quick cheat sheet guide, and then if you have questions, then maybe dive into the video because it is it's a long video. Well, we're gonna tell you guys oh. now. If we put the link in there, we're gonna drop the link in again. Go there now. Go under his description and more. Click on that. Take a look at it while we're watching this. Trust me, it's so helpful. It'll make it a lot easier than try to digest this just from watching the video of the camera system within Star Citizen. When it debuted in Alpha 2.6, CIG was calling it Director Mode. A patch or two later, all in-game references to it were changed to Advanced Camera Controls, once the redundant Chase Camera was dropped out of the system. Technically, Director Mode was a specific set of controls within the Advanced Camera Controls while in Orbit Camera. You'll still hear people, both in the community and CIG, refer to it as Director Mode from time to time. I will not, for simplicity's sake. And in other games, such things are usually called photo mode or simply camera controls. For me and this video, I will be calling it as it's labeled in Star Citizen Keybinding Menus, Advanced Camera Controls, which are a suite of controls within the broader camera system. Moving on. To help explain the camera system, I break it down into states and modes. There are three main states of playing the game with varying camera modes under them. The first state is character which is when you're walking around on foot or in EVA, basically whenever you're not controlling a vehicle, turret, etc. The second state is vehicle, which is when you're piloting a ship, rover, controlling a turret, riding as a passenger, and so on. And the third state is spectator, which is currently only active in private Star Marine and Arena Commander game modes, which are quicker competitive arena-style matches. Within each of those three states, you have a few camera modes, which are first person, orbit, hoif selfie, and in some situations an additional orbit camera which I'll cover later. Even though the various states share similar camera modes and the different modes share similar features and functions, it's not all universal. What works in character state orbit mode does not necessarily work for vehicle state orbit mode and vice versa. So back to the three states, character, vehicle, and spectator. Let's start with the character state and work through its camera modes. Most of this applies to the vehicle state as well. The character state has four different cameras available, but two of them are identical in features and functions, they just start at different default positions, so I consider those two the same mode. 
The character state camera modes are, number one, first person, number two, orbit camera, also known as third person view, this is where the advanced camera controls live, and number three is the FOIP selfie, which is nothing more than a camera turned back on your character's face emulating a selfie stick. So let's step through character state cameras and then break down the tools within the advanced camera controls under orbit mode. By default, the third person view toggle is the F4 key. F4 is also the Advanced Camera Controls modifier, but we'll talk more about it as a modifier later. The default starting camera mode is first person view in which you're looking through the eyes of your character. This has no real camera control to it. Pressing F4 once will take you to orbit mode, more specifically the first character orbit mode camera called Over the Shoulder, which is the third person view that allows you to see your character as if you're controlling a floating drone camera. Pressing F4 again from here will take you to the second character orbit mode camera behind the back. And pressing F4 one more time from here will take you back to the beginning with first person mode. Yeah, I'm going to stop for a second. Haskell, I want to ask you a question. Is <laughs> there some method to the madness to why CIG put those two in? I mean, is there some difference? Because <laughs> No, so I don't know. Um, I mean, I've, I've talked with multiple people in CIG about their camera system. Um, and a lot of this information uh comes from when i like you could um what is it unpack the data files mm -hmm. and look at the xml files and a lot of this is labeled in there or at least laid out in a way that i could interpret it mm -hmm. but why they have the two i'm assuming part of it is a holdover from CryEngine. Mm -hmm. um uh, a lot of this is still kind of carryover from the CryEngine stuff but mm -hmm. the two character cameras i don't know why there's only one ship camera sometimes actually some ships have two as mm -hmm. a bug mm -hmm. um it's just it's all over the place and but form and yeah. function wise the functions are identical in each one of them right there's they, they, one doesn't yeah, have something are, the other one the, doesn't right no they're identical okay. the only difference is that they they start in different positions right over the shoulder so, versus straight back right and the but it controls where the offset is itself so it, right. it has actually a, a different uh, origin point on mm -hmm. it. Okay. But that's, uh, that's the but only that's difference. it. Okay. No other great. Okay. Cause I just wanted people I mean, to know I, I, if, I, if there was a distinction between the two other than, you know, the positioning. Okay. Nope. We're going to say FC. And I, I, I know we haven't gotten to a point yet, but I was just wondering how you figured out why they put the, um, the FOIP camera in. I don't know. That annoyed me, but <laughs> you don't know that either. Okay. All right. I think, I sure. think they wanted, I think they just wanted to promote the whole for the it. fact that they got FOIP in there and it was an I, easy I have way seen it used in a couple of my centers, but rarely. Well, yeah. no, expat brat uses it all the time. When uh -huh. she's running around, she cuts off that, that, that uh, selfie camera. Oh. You know, when she's running was, around, sometimes she, she turns the camera yeah. on herself when, you're, when she's walking mm -hmm. through places and stuff. So she doesn't take an angle. She'll do it directly from in front of her. Okay. I wonder if that's the selfie one or if that's actually like a setup that she has because that selfie camera looks so goofy. It's a bit distorted. Yeah. yeah. It might be. Maybe she did. Maybe she did do one where I, she just I pans think... it and changes the depth yeah, of field maybe. on the camera. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I'm that's what annoyed me about it is that you could just set up your own selfie camera and save it in a mm -hmm. safe camera position. You didn't need a dedicated selfie stick yeah. thing. So. Okay. <laughs> it's just oh, overcomplicated and overly complicated system. First <laughs> person view, press F4 once to get into the over-the-shoulder orbit camera. By default, the camera is positioned behind and to the right of your character's head, which is why it's known as over-the-shoulder. I'll be working you through all the fancy controls from this camera mode. Again, technically, the character state has two orbit cameras. One is over-the-shoulder, similar to games like Witcher 3, the Batman Arkham series, the Middle-Earth Shadow of series, Mad Max, and so on. 
and the second has the camera positioned straight behind the back of your character. Both of those orbit cameras have the advanced camera controls and have the exact same features, functions, ranges, and limitations. You can move the camera, adjust depth of field, and so on. They are almost identical, other than having different default starting camera positions. And that's why I say the character state has three camera modes spread across four different cameras. But know that you could also do the same from the second character orbit camera mode behind the back. All the features, quirks, etc. that I cover here in this orbit camera hold true for the behind the back orbit camera as well, because again they are almost identical. Within orbit mode you can apply vertical, up down, lateral, left right, and longitudinal back forward offsets to the camera to reposition it. You can change focal lengths, which CIG is calling FOV or field of view. You can also change the depth of field or DOF to increase or decrease a blur effect on objects beyond the focal point. You can use the mouse wheel to zoom in and out, which is actually different than the longitudinal offset and focal length zoom. And you can rotate the orbit camera around its central point for varying angles and views. This is also known as free look. Let's take a closer look at how to use each of those controls. So, remember, so can I actually stop it there, Griff? Sure. Since most of you actually have much more training and experience as a photographer than I do, I'm really curious to hear how I might have butchered some of these terms and gotten it wrong. Hmm. So if something is wrong or mislabeled or something, please let me know. Mm -mm. No, I mean, you're, I, you're I using both layman terms and professional terms with this stuff. You know, um, I don't hear anything, you know, that I'd swap out any differently, to be honest with you. So. Surely, after three years, someone would have posted it. It's something in common. <laughs> wow, there's lots of comments. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, even your expression of depth of field was good because a lot of people don't get, you know, if you want to start talking about apertures and stuff, it gets a little complicated. But the yeah. fact that you gave them the visual thing, they'll get it easier that way than trying to get all into that with light and all the other stuff. It gets to be too much be in the orbit camera, either the over-the-shoulder camera or the behind-the-back camera. Now, to use any of the advanced camera controls, with the exception of Freelook, you must hold the F4 key as a modifier while pressing the actual key assigned to the control. The offset controls are up and down arrows for moving the camera forward and backward longitudinally, left and right arrows for moving the camera left and right laterally, and page up and page down for moving the camera up and down vertically. The offset controls can be held down for smooth movements or tapped for fine adjustments, but we currently have no way of adjusting the speed or increment value of the offsets. The offset controls are relative to the camera view, not your character. That means if you tilt the camera view forward or down looking at the ground while your character is still looking at the horizon, F4 and page up will move the camera forward along the ground and not up away from it. Also, the camera offsets are constrained to an invisible box that is centered to the origin point of the camera. The walls of the offset boundaries box extend roughly 10 meters in both directions on all three axes, lateral, longitudinal, and vertical, meaning we have about a 20 by 20 by 20 meters cube to work in. For example, you can move the camera 10 meters backwards from your character, then 10 meters up, and then 10 meters to the left. This is a more recent change to the advanced camera controls. In the past, the character orbit offset limits were only about 2 meters from the origin point, and the limits were more of a sphere than a square. Now we can push the camera into the corners of the invisible cube rather than the camera rolling back in as it rounds the sphere. Also, you can hold multiple offset direction keys down simultaneously for combined directional movement, like holding F4 and right arrow and down arrow to go diagonally backwards. 
And again, reset the camera back to default by pressing F4 and the numpad asterisk keys together. Anyway, remember earlier how I mentioned the two character state orbit cameras over the shoulder and behind the back? And how they have different starting camera positions? Well, these starting camera positions aren't just repositioned offsets. They are completely different camera origin points. Which means that because the behind the back camera starts further behind your character than the over the shoulder camera, the offset boundaries box has also been moved back to the center of that origin point. And that means you can actually get the camera slightly further away from your character in the behind the back camera than you can with the over the shoulder camera. As you can see, with the field of view set identically for each camera and using texture on the ground as markers, the behind the back camera can get further from the character on the negative longitudinal axis than the over the shoulder camera. And the inverse is true. The over the shoulder camera can be pushed further in front of your character on the longitudinal axis than the behind the back camera. Another important way too much time of the on use my of these offset controls <laughs> is to understand that the offset controls set the oh, focal is perfect. point of the camera, which impacts some of this. the other advanced camera controls. I'll point those out. This as is I this is the deep knowledge now that everybody to needs FOV to have. Or field of view control, which basically allows you to step through about 15 lenses with varying focal lengths that change the field of view from wide angle to narrow zoom. I say steps because it is not a smooth transition, as you can see. Again, to use an advanced camera control, you must hold the F4 key while pressing the bound action key. To select wider and wider angle lenses, press F4 and numpad plus. To select a narrower or more zoomed in lenses, press F4 and numpad minus. These controls cannot be held down for smooth continuous transitions. You must tap them repeatedly. Keep in mind, increasing the focal length using F4 and numpad minus narrows the view, magnifies the image, and flattens out objects, while decreasing the focal length using F4 and numpad plus widens the viewing angle and exaggerates objects that are closest to you, almost like a fisheye lens or a hotel door view hole. Next up is depth of field, or DOF, which is a little harder to understand and even harder to control in-game. An overly simplified translation of depth of field is a blurring of objects in front of and behind the focal point or what's in sharp focus. This is not to be confused with something called bokeh, which refers to the effect produced by the out-of-focus areas beyond the depth of field, or more specifically, the really blurry parts. Technically, depth of field is the distance or zone of acceptable sharpness within a photo that will appear in focus. A higher depth of field means more of the image will appear in sharp focus and a lower depth of field means a much smaller range of the image will be in focus. Also, the lower the depth of field, the higher the blur effect for objects furthest from the focal point, in both directions. So first, here's how to do it in-game. Remember, we're still in the character state orbit cam because we're using advanced camera controls. While holding F4, press home to decrease the depth of field, which will reduce the range of sharp focus, blurring objects in front of and behind the focal point. While still holding F4, keep tapping home to continue decreasing the depth of field and increasing the blurriness. To increase the depth of field, which again is increasing the range of sharp focus and decreasing the amount of blur, hold F4 and tap the end key. Like field of view, you have to step through these changes by tapping the keys. You cannot smoothly and continuously transition through the changes by holding the keys down. Also, the default starting depth of field value is an infinite depth of field, meaning everything is in focus. So maybe you're asking yourself, how do I work with depth of field? The three factors that affect depth of field in real-world cameras are aperture or f-stop, distance from the subject to the camera, and the focal length of the lens. We have no control over aperture in game, so forget that one. We can control the distance from the subject by either moving our character or using the offset controls to move the camera. 
and we can control the focal length by changing lenses, also known as the field of view. What makes depth of field difficult to control in-game is that we have no way of arbitrarily setting the focal point. For example, in a real camera you can pick a point to focus on by focusing the lens, either manually or automatically. Whether it's 3 feet from the camera or 30 feet. In-game, the focal point is set within the invisible 20 by 20 by 20 meters offset boundaries box. We can, however, move the focal point around within the box with the offset controls, but we can never set the focal point outside of the box. That means we can't focus on a distant object in the background while blurring the foreground. Changing focal lengths, also known as the field of view, will also have an effect on the amount of blur on objects outside the depth of field. Using a longer, zoomed focal length will increase the blurriness of objects outside the depth of field. As a quick example of putting the depth of field together with the other controls, get into orbit mode and reset the camera to its defaults by pressing F4 and the numpad asterisk together. To make the blur effect more noticeable, I'm going to increase the focal length or decrease the field of view by tapping F4 and numpad minus a few times. Now hold F4 and tap the home key about 11 times until you hit the maximum depth of field blur, meaning you now have the smallest depth of field range. Depending on what is directly in front of your character, almost everything will be out of focus. Now we'll use the longitudinal offsets to move and find the focal point. While holding F4, tap the down arrow to move the camera offset backwards. As I do so, you'll notice my character becomes less blurry. That's because by default the focal point starts just in front of your character, and by using the backward offsets, I'm not only moving the camera but the focal point backwards as well. And the focal point is now passing over my character, causing it to be within the focus depth of field. Because we don't have control over the speed at which the offsets change, getting the focal point to rest on a specific object can be difficult. But if you tap the up and down arrows while holding F4, eventually you can get it. In my example, the focal point is now on my character's back. Now you can start to increase the depth of field by tapping F4 and the end key together, which again will expand the depth of field, reducing the amount of blur. For a more detailed example, check out my Using Depth of Field in Star Citizen video linked in the top right of this video and also in the description below. We're going to stop it there because that's what we want you to do. <laughs> we want you to go <laughs> to the video. Uh, and, and I agree. Depth of field is one of the coolest things that you can do, but it is also one of the biggest pains in the neck <laughs> when you try to do it in this game. Uh, it is, yeah, I agree. It, it's great when you get it. It's, it. What's even worse is when you get it, you accidentally hit it and knock it off. It's, oh, Jesus. Yes. <laughs> there was a shot that I was going to add to the shot list today that mm -hmm. I gave you, Griff, uh -huh. that I took just on on Friday. Uh -huh. And then, like, I, I thought that I captured it. I thought it was perfect. I, I stopped playing. I go to my folder to check it, and it was, like, it was just, just <laughs> soft. Just soft enough to, just not, enough be. to not use it. I'm like, oh, man, now I can't <laughs> use this thing. Dang it. I understand. Can I just say that I, I watched the video in, in, in its entirety earlier today, and I felt like I attended a Six Feet Photography summer camp, but it only took 30 minutes. I was about to say, he just brought me back to high school. <laughs> well, we're going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to pass this over to Fastcart now. He's going to moderate. We're going to let you guys see everyone's work here. Uh, you know, uh, that's what I'm going to tell you. You're going to see everybody's work here, so we're going to... Fast card is on you. All right, so I guess we're starting with Abdi, uh, Abdi Johan so, so for his first work. I think each person has eight eight pieces that they submitted. That's is, that, is that correct? That's correct. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. So this is the first piece. Uh, what, what, can, what can you tell us about it? Um, this is uh, 
maybe less about the shot composition and more about just the cool ship uh, aspect of it. I'd never flown a Reliant uh, series until I until this shot, which was like two or three weeks ago. Mm. And like that initial flip when you go from, you know, like uh, the landing gear and then flipping, I was just like, oh, the cool factor. <laughs> and I was like, I need to take this thing out and take some shots with it. Um, and Microtech with the clouds, it, it gives you the most like scenic i i i mean if you like hurston that's cool i guess but uh microtech gives you the most like kind of true to earth scenic um views so i uh i flipped i flipped that uh i flipped that reliant and then i, I took that shot and i was super happy with it getting a little bit of the engine trails in there too so i have a question about this shot though yeah we tell me. can't we can't roll the camera in game so how oh, did yeah. you get yeah you can with your with foip Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's what that was. That was the cheat. That was the cheat. You tilted your head. You cheated. That was the cheat. Yeah. This is not cheating. No, 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 no. <laughs> cheating would have been doing this in post. Because yeah. then you would have had to zoom right. in. And, uh, no, like, I'm messing with you. Yeah. I'm messing with like, you. So one of my favorite things is I use a C922. I don't even have like a Toby. I don't have a mm -hmm. whatever the heck the other thing that clips on is. Yeah. Um, I just have a C922 Logitech camera, super cheap, uh, not Cracker. super cheap. It's, it's cheaper than all the other stuff. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, and I have a light here from Amazon. That's like 10 bucks. That's on top of my DSLR. Um, so that lighting gets you like, uh, faster shutter speed so that you can, uh, have less stuttering mm -hmm. when you're using your FOIP. Um, so I turn that on and then there's a new control. I think it's new. I, Haskell, you can, you can. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but there's a new control where you can now set whether your third-person camera is um, connected to FOIP or not. So, like, I turn on my camera, but then, like, when I'm flying, I can, like, turn that one on specifically so that I can lock it, you know, to my flying or lock it or uh, unlock it for FOIP. Yeah. Um, so you'll see me doing that a lot on stream, like, looking like this and flying at the same time <laughs> and spamming my screenshot button. So uh, that's that's how I got this one. So yep. you were more inspired by the ship more than it was the scenery at that moment. You, I mean, you were really digging uh, the, the ship, ship and the scenery. Much. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yep, definitely more than just like, you know, like, uh, yeah, actually, you know, it was just that. Okay. I just, I love this ship. It looks so cool to me. The lighting on it, mm -hmm. it, it like, it gives me the Star Wars vibes. Um, and okay. they, they do a really good job with that in this game. Nice. All I gotta say for that one is fabulous. Okay, so <laughs> the next one, you want to give us your description of this one? Yeah, so this is a shot on yellow. Oh, frick, where is it? It's yellow. Yeah, it's the one in Crusader. Um, that's yellow, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. So, yeah, I was just flying along really kind of bored during my stream because I was looking for uh, Quantanium uh, with my prospector and I wasn't finding anything. But of course I try to head towards the sun so that I can um, like know that I'm not retracing any steps or anything <laughs> like that. Um, and at the same time, I was just like, oh, I need to get a shot here just because the, the, I think it was a sun rise. It might've been, a, yeah, I think it was a sun rise that I was flying into. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I, 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 for this one, I, I I took the uh, the focal length, sent it back, and uh, and tried to capture like a nice, uh, you know, uh, like if I was using a telephoto lens, um, getting a nice landscape shot. 
Yeah, I'm really sensing a DJ Abrams vibe here with, with, the, with the lens flare, so good job with that. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of... So I, I do a similar thing to his Divine Shadow because I do this with my photography as well. I try to get the right shot right away. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't do a ton of post-processing, mm -hmm. even though, like, yeah, I, I use Photoshop, I use all that other stuff. Um, but I, I just like getting a clean, nice shot from the get-go mm -hmm. and then just kind of leaving it there, mostly because I do this stuff, like, for work. So I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to jump into my work stuff when I'm, <laughs> Find you know, working. Yeah. When I'm just playing. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I should probably move faster through these. Very nice. Uh, yeah. All I got to say for that one is fantastic. Okay. Nice. So what about this one? Uh, this one, th this isn't even a particularly great shot, but it was a staff pick and my only staff pick. Mm. Um, mm. So, I, so I, yeah, thank you. I, I don't, I just recently started posting to the community hub, um, intentionally, I guess. I think I did one way long ago. Um, but yeah, this one got a staff pick. And I think one of the things that I do like about this is if you zoom in, I'm not asking you to zoom in, but if you, if you do. Um, the character is actually pretty in focus, despite everything being um, mm. very out of focus. Um, and then the uh, like the the strange bokeh kind of effect that you get from the um, lights traveling in quantum. So my this cutter is currently in quantum right now. So oh. you can see the stars kind of streaking by. Ah, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I got a question for you guys uh, for the panel. I'll ask you, I guess, in particular, how do you guys feel? You know, there are some shots you can pull off. How can I say this? There are some shots that look cinematic. Yep. Then there are some shots that look like you're shooting a model toy. The detail is so clear. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Where it's almost like if the depth of field is done to a certain point, it's like it stands out so much that it, it you know, it looks like a, it looks like I've taken a picture a of a- Like product photography. Of, yeah, like product, product photography. photography. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you, I and mean, I, is, I, I like both to a certain degree because when it gets to that level, it's the, usually the detail is just so much. But it also gets to be a little unrealistic, for lack of a better term. I don't know. I mean, how do you guys feel about those type of shots? Because this is kind of reminding me of that, where, like you said, uh, the, that focal point is right there for the pilot, mm -hmm. but it blurs out so much around it. So, I mean, like, that's why this isn't one of my favorites is because this this is like, there's so little that's actually sharp in the picture. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think it feels a little overwhelming to me. I'm mm -hmm. not sure why CIG picked it. Uh, but they did. I'm not saying it's a mean. bad shot. I'm just saying there's a difference, and I'm just kind of curious as to I, what you shoot for. Do you shoot for more cinematic, yeah. or do you look for the detail at that so level? Like, since like film is now the thing that I do the most, that's mm -hmm. cinematic is what I like to go for, and you'll see that in some of my other shots. Mm -hmm. Um, but this one is definitely feels like, you know, maybe like a Hot Wheels in a product photography, like lighting yeah, or something yeah, like that yeah. with a camera that has like extreme control over, mm. over depth of field and stuff like that. All right. I'm running on an adjective. So let's go to the next one. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, this is my REM. There's me in the corner, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, shot basically, <laughs> um, yeah, there's, I was just walking through Lorville and mm -hmm. I took this shot and it just looked like the lighting was coming from so many different directions. I mean, w one thing that you think about when doing photography is you have your key light, you have your fill light and you have your back, uh, your backlit shot. So mm -hmm. this has lighting in so many different directions and it, it just, it felt dystopian. It felt, it mm -hmm. felt like a noir kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Like 
I don't know, like, I don't, it just, it, it, and it was a, another dumb thing where I was just running from, from uh, the Habs to, you know, wherever. And I just so happened to be wearing the, the clothes that I like to wear in the game. And uh, it just so, felt right to me. So, yeah. I have a question. So you said you were running through the Hab and, 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 and you saw a light and decided to take a picture. So how long did it take you to set up the shot? Um, long enough where I actually wasn't intending for, to get these two guys in the background. Mm. <laughs> just like, they just like, the NPCs just started like, and then they kind of stuck there together. And right. I was like, well, oh, okay. now that I have my shot, I guess I got to get them in it. But it ended up kind of working because now it looks like there's something shady. No, it does. Little, no, it does. Well, I, yeah, I, think it, I think it would have yeah. been feeling a little empty because there's yeah, depth there because from... of it being out of focus, which makes it nice and it fills in yeah. that area. I mean, don't get me wrong. If it was just him by himself, that's fine. But there is something yeah. more story there for me than if it was just him there by himself, you know? And subconsciously, right. I, I, I think the reason why, why I asked you how long it took you to, to get the shot, because it, it looked like you did it, uh, you took the shot with them on, on purpose, rather than they just came in, and mm -hmm. I, came in by accident. So, so I, thought, I think I, that's interesting. Yeah, I originally took the shot because of the lighting. Yeah. But then when I saw mm -hmm. them there, I was like, this all kind of works. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's like, photography cool. is just a bunch of happy accidents. Yeah, all, yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah. Osgahad, Divine Shadow, have you guys ever had situations where, and this is one of the things I love about, you know, sometimes people think that Chris is in CIG of just too much on the details, right? You know, they, they, you know, they're more about the gameplay and all this other stuff. But when you do stop to look at the details, and Abdi caught it here, because I've done this before where I've gone into a bar or some room to take a shot. And then all of a sudden I realized that the poster on the wall is putting out a certain color that's bouncing off my character. You know what I mean? And all of a sudden it brings a whole different thing than if it was just the flat lighting that's coming from the ceiling. Have you guys ever had that experience in any of the shots where you've kind of oh, noticed yeah. that? So part of the oh, wait, 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 that's for is... Hasgahat. That's, oh, that's for the guests. That's for the guests. That's for the guests. Because you have it in your shot here. The left side of his face is doing that. And that's what I'm asking them. Have they ever had that in their shots before? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are places yeah, where I, I think the lighting is awful. It's harsh. It's drastic. But then you get just instances like this shot and the lighting is perfect. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Shadow, what were you going to say? Yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, so for me, it's kind of the same. I actually kind of try to look for for some of these. If, I, if I'm going out with the intention to shoot something, I look for that that particular lighting that's not harsh, like like a lot of lighting is in in the game. Yeah, and yeah. where you do get those those reflective shots or, or or like certain color lightings that the lighting team had put in uh, like an area, you, you you look kind of silly standing in the corner for a long time trying to get that shot. But yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's hard to to get decent lighting or, or the type of lighting effect that you might be looking for in, in a lot of instances. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I wish that that they would have in game would be like a like a like a photography studio that you had things like green screens or or mm -hmm. white backgrounds or other lightings that you could control. But maybe maybe some days I know that would just be a, a portable light that's bigger, better than the hand stick. <laughs> flare things yeah, right yeah, yeah. right yeah. yeah those aren't really good yeah because there are those times where you wish you could come up with a feel you know the light the shot mm -hmm. everything's right but you either you want the color or that feel that just brings it out a little bit more so you don't have to go in post to try to push the image you know 
Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Good shot, Abdi. I really love Don, yeah, I love Don Page's comment. He he he, he made a a, a, a a comment saying in the future the fall of the the discussion of the new TV show six hundred years the fall of the Kardashian dynasty. So that's what they're, <laughs> they're, those two are discussing. Uh, so tell us about this. Uh, yeah. Um, it's I guess I don't know why I chose this one actually now that I think about it. I think I just I, what I really like about this is that um, oftentimes you're trying to make sure that you're shooting with the light coming towards you or not coming towards you, but that you're you're well lit from right. the other side of the sun. Um, but with this one, you get a little bit of that just like that halo ring or like the just like the cresting of the sun over the um, over the planet and just enough of it is well lit. And like I said, I don't do any post-processing, so I, I just like, I, I liked how this kind of looked at the time. And uh, also, I just like flying my Pisces with that red paint. So it's just kind of like enough that is, is being lit here that I, that I feel like there's enough interesting detail to see. I think that's the perfect timing and perfect shot. I like it. Yeah, yeah. sometimes if, it just works out. If you're presenting this in the film school, I would say your subconscious saw a whole bunch of circulars. You said the yeah, station, the corona, you've got the corona, the station, you've got the lights on your ship, you've got the curve on the back door of the ship. There's a whole lot of form here that's all meeting there, you know, yeah, subconsciously. So it's a very cool shot. And there's like, there's other shots. Like I always, I'm, I'm like a lot of photographers now that we're in digital. Mm -hmm. Like when I used to shoot in physical, you had to be so... Um, at least when I was in high school, because we were literally like cutting our own film and and using it that way and knowing how much we had. Mm -hmm. um, but now that it's digital, I'm just like spamming and I'm like, you know, moving the, you know, incrementals. Like there's a different version of this exact same shot where it's not as lined up. Mm -hmm. um, but you just, you, because we have the advantage of that, you know, cool. you can try again. Yeah, very cool. One thing I just want to say real quick is, and I can say it, I guess, here, is that um, we talk about lighting almost as if this, the lighting just kind of happens mm -hmm. in this game. But the lighting is so very intentional by the game developers. Mm -hmm. There are people whose entire job is just to think about where a light goes and how it makes things look. And mm -hmm. um, like hats off to those devs, because honestly, this game is so beautiful because of that. You turn that stuff off and then it looks like you're in a freaking <laughs> office building with fluorescent <laughs> lighting and it's just mm -hmm. the worst. So. Mm -hmm. um that's kind of to go along with this shot which um it felt like a concept art uh you mm -hmm. know i was i was running i was running um quantanium to a refinery and i was just exploring running around and then i got this shot you know freaking maxed out in from how back far back you could go and then using the uh um uh using uh just trying to get like as far back as i could mm -hmm. with the with the range and, and the focal length um and it just felt like a concept art piece like i could see the drawing of this before mm -hmm. it was actually created. yeah um and that that just felt really cool because i'm a concept art lover i have concept art books from sparth and mm -hmm. all sorts of illustrators because I, I do illustration myself too and this this stuff ugh, inspires me very nice bro very nice cool i need to stop talking um you're okay sorry. you're okay <laughs> Okay, I, I know you had something special with this one, so let me know when you want me to bring the other one up. Yeah, so this is the original shot that I took, and I took it, and it just felt like an an ad. So uh, feel free to go to the next <laughs> one. <laughs> mm. 
so uh i just turned it into like a quick i literally like it was like a 20 minute lunch break thing that i was just like <laughs> you know what i'm gonna take this and just turn it into a Kovalex ad for you know uh like a job ad that you would see posted up on you know a job board somewhere you know join up with Kovalex shipping and uh get that hazard pay it's <laughs> <But, laughs> <laughs> very cool um Cool. Yeah, so this one, I, this one is un, uncharacteristically, I did some post-processing, of course, mm -hmm. um, just in terms of like uh, cutting out the subject, keeping their color, uh, grayscaling, and then um, taking uh, taking the uh, the vector logo for Kovalex shipping. Um, actually, I don't uh. think it was vector, but I think it was high enough res where um, I take my shots in 4K um, so that I uh. have as much that I can. Um, as much detail as you can and by the yep. way just so you'll know there's no shame in that because if you were doing an ad you definitely would have been doing post-processing on it so that yeah for sure all right yeah. great stuff abdi great stuff thanks cool oh that was the last one that was eight you're Brock supposed to be moderating it's on you i'm not counting i'm just pushing <laughs> buttons all right. <laughs> all right so let's go go with meg yo yo meg tell us about your first one um yeah, I think I was at Xenothreat and I lost my engines. So I was just spinning <laughs> out and I thought that this was a pretty mm. cool shot. This is one of those, uh, like Abdi was just talking about, you just spam screenshot. And uh, yeah, I have like 50 photos, not 50, maybe like 10. Mm -hmm. And I picked this one because you can see the other ships flying, some missiles coming. I'm losing control. Um, and I love the Scorpius, so. I just thought this was a really cool shot. Listen, don't tell anybody about the lost engine thing. I thought you did this like just straight, you know? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was it. Yeah, I was I like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. No, but, but, but you just missed the opportunity. Yeah, but it was opportunity. Absolutely. That was great. It was very cool. I love it. It's oh, so man. cool. I love this shot. I haven't seen this before. This is this is amazing. <laughs> now, Meg, I do, I do have a question for you. As one of our newest members of the community, when you hear that, uh, were you aware or have you heard of Star Citizen being a screenshot simulator before or that you just heard it, you heard it for tonight for the first time or what, what, what is that reputation for you? Yeah, I've, I've heard it a lot and I myself call it screenshot, screenshot simulator a lot. I actually, whenever I try to get people to sign up for the game, it's one of the game loops I feel like is Star Citizen. Like, um, if you don't feel like um, you can do FPS missions or um, uh, I don't know, there's anything else really like um, there's always exploring, exploration. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to like take those screenshots, I think is worth 40 bucks mm -hmm. in and of itself. Uh -huh. so many different places that you can explore. I mean, the game is just so crazy. Like the fact that I'm, I know you said not to say it, but the fact that I've, I'm losing my engines and missiles are flying and the Cuddy is here. <laughs> there's entirely a whole Idris behind me. And yet there's somebody at Crusader doing a bunker mission right now. And mm -hmm. like the quality is just all there in one server. It's, it's insane to me. So. I definitely think screenshotting and exploring is a whole game loop that um, is worth at least 40 bucks, mm -hmm. if not more. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right. Oh, yeah. Tell us about this one. <laughs> so, yeah, actually, going off of what I just said, I've been doing a lot of um, exploring with my fiance, and um, we've been playing, uh, we've been doing a lot of just exploring and uh, mining. Um, so, this is us in uh, a nomad with our Pembroke, su uh, Pembroke suits. Um, and I took this photo of her on the bed, just hanging out. I thought that the the suit, honestly, there there are more photos of this as well. 
Um, it just gave me like Borderland vibes within Star Citizen. Um, it was like I, I couldn't believe like the quality around the character, and yet the character just looks so different. And I thought that the colors just pop so well in the lighting within the Nomad. Um, um, yeah, it just it like looked really cool to me. And like I said before, like I like um, trying to take photos for my desktop, and this is definitely something I could put on my computer and enjoy looking at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I, I have to say this. When I saw the work that everybody submitted for today, it's it's, it's an injustice to look at it at this size because the detail in 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 all these shots you, you don't you can't appreciate it. It's not completely there. I could remove all of our faces and make it a little bit bigger, but you know <laughs> I, I, I I I I don't want to do that per se because I want you to know who's speaking. But uh, believe me, these shots are really really good when you see the full version of them. Yeah, are these in 4K or 1080p or? I honestly have no idea. I'll say not okay. 4K. <laughs> I think not 4K, yeah, okay. you said that you you play in 2K, right? Uh, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. So then, I, then okay. yeah, I would I would assume that these mm-hmm. are 2K shots, which yeah. is huge. Still amazing. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong. I was just curious. All right, so tell us about this one. Um, this one, uh, I as well was still exploring with my fiance. Um. We were hunting for uh, sunsets. We kept chasing the sun, which, again, <laughs> is another just amazing part of this game. Like, the fact that the sun is constantly moving. Or maybe, not. sorry, not the sun, but... Uh, the star. St- the, Stanton, yeah. Stanton we get you. We get right, you. Right. Same thing. Same Everything thing. is moving, yeah. Like, um, we can sit here and try to take screenshots, but we only have X amount of time before mm-hmm. it's going to start to get dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I was just messing with depth of field. This is one of like some, uh, they, we may or may not get to more pictures where I start to actually mess with the depth of field a little bit. Um, like I said before, like, unfortunately my stream starts to crash whenever mm-hmm. I try to mess with it while I'm playing. But um, yeah, this one was, was pretty cool. I thought um, the, the uh, cutty red just looked really cool um, with the depth push back or whatever is the correct terminology for that. Um, yeah. Just like the character, all in black, running towards Cuddy Red. Mm-hmm. I love the rescue cool. being framed in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's nice. one thing we haven't really talked about yet recently is like uh, like golden ratio and and stuff like that, like uh, three fourths perspective and and and. You have a um, whole like conversation about that. You know that. That's going over my head, buddy. <laughs> But there's, there's like, there's all sorts of reasons why, like, a person or a character being placed where it is and all that kind of stuff and it ends up working so well with this. And that's when you start, like, hitting that is when you, you see your, your shots. Sometimes it's just, like, you just feel it, you know? Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Cool. Um, yeah, this is another one from, I think, the same event. Um, messing with depth of field again. Uh, I really like these pictures in real life where there's, like, layering. Mm-hmm. Um, you can like tell that there's actually depth to where you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I, yeah, like I said, I love these pictures in real life, getting just to see, not, maybe not pictures, but actual landscape in real life. Um, seeing how just far out mount- mountains are compared to what's in front of you and just watching them get deeper and further away. And so, uh, thought it was really cool that I was running up this hill actually. Um, and just like I said, like chasing the sun mm-hmm. and yeah, I was met with just this view and mess with depth, and I thought that this came out pretty cool. It's me staring out towards the sun. 
And one of the great things about, about this picture is that people who who are new to the game may not realize it, but that mountain in the uh, in the far background, they can actually go to that mountain. It may take may, may take them a while depending on how to travel there, but they can actually reach that mountain too. So yeah, a lot of people who start the game think that that's just a background picture, but no, that that's an actual you know location. I come from Destiny Two, and Destiny Two has some of the best skyboxes in any video game but they're skyboxes they're just illustrations mm. and really great ones and sometimes you know 3d rendered and all that but the fact that star citizen can make that happen even at this scale is so cool yeah cool part can you tell us about this one please um yeah so once again that right there is my fiance posing next to a huge rock we were actually rock mining in um this gigantic was, uh, <laughs> rock was was out there, um, and so she just stood next to it and took a picture. <laughs> At least the rock wasn't floating; like it, it can't be yeah. sometimes. You know, when I, when, <laughs> I first, when I first saw this, I didn't see your partner standing there. I just saw the rock. I was like, hmm, "Why'd you take a picture?" <laughs> then when I when I blew it up, it was small. You know, I was looking at this little thumbnail. Oh, and okay. then when I opened it up, I said, "Oh, it's a nice perspective thing there. It's really cool." Yeah, you know, Kyper size. It looks very, like very a, cool. like almost like a religious place. Like this is the church or something like that. I feel like I could see Have this. Have you been to Hinge? Yeah, nice. no, nice. Right, yeah. That's a different kind of religion. Nice. <laughs> nice. That was my uh, first Star Citizen retweet too. Oh, they retweeted Whoa. my photo on Twitter. Nice. Nice. Dang, man, I remember that. that. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> um, I'm still looking. I'm still looking for that golden retweet someday. You're gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tell us about that. That's Stanton. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so this one, uh, was just flying over and saw, um, the, again, the landscape, it just looked like waves of dirt and I thought that it looked really cool and with Crusader in the background, um, yeah, just snapped the screenshot. I also really like, uh, near like the bottom left, it just gives me like, um, dinosaur bone vibes. Like there's that's just, like, a huge creature that's actually... That's actually like unearthed right there. Um, I don't know. Just that, really cool. Wouldn't yeah, that not, be nice, I'm Yo Yo, if we had creatures I like know, that in the right? game? I know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> don't get Griffin started. <laughs> no, I, I, I was going to say the, the the Stanton looked. Normally you can't really see it, but in this picture, Stanton looked really look bacony in, 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 in that shot. Yeah. Or Crusader. Crusader, I thought, yeah. Crusader looked looked like a bacon in that shot. I, I didn't even know. Don't think about the bacon ball. Yeah, I didn't uh, even think. Never even thought about that until someone mentioned it to me uh, a, a few weeks ago. I almost forgot about the bacon. And then you just. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I'm, I'm always amazed at though, because uh, Crusader, you can catch Crusader in daylight, you can catch it at night. It always is, looks different for everybody's shot who puts it into me, um, with it being a big gas giant. I mean, most of us remember when it was nothing more than something you couldn't fly to, you know, but to, yeah, the, the, but there is something different about knowing that that actually exists out there, you know, when you see it. I can't tell you many times I've been on Daymar, walked out of a hab or something and look up and you see Crusader, you know, hanging out there. It's, you know, for, for, for full clearances of imagery and photography, it's just, I'm sure everybody here at some point has stopped and, and literally stared, whether it was a sunrise, a sunset, or something, which not too many games make you do that. You get used to it, but uh, you still find yourself doing it. I'm still not used to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Tell us about this one, please. 
yes, this is uh, me and my partner's mixtape cover right here. <laughs> <laughs> what is the name of the group? What is the name of the group? Uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> it's, double it's double dogs. Let's, don't even you know lie, Meg. It's double dogs. Meg, talk a little bit about <laughs> talk about a little bit about the benefit of being able to use those sticks for your color, because that's that's a technique oh, there yeah. to do that, right? Because you don't you don't have the luxury like Hasga was saying earlier. It's not like you can bring some light in and put it underneath there to do that, but you use something that was in game. Yeah. Um. I don't know. At, at this time, I'm blanking mm -hmm. on how to answer this question, but. Um, was it deliberate? Thought, Were the sticks deliberate? It, it was definitely deliberate, just mm -hmm. to like be able to tell us apart. Like mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, she's wearing a. She loves pink. Full out pink outfit right here. Besides, I think the undersuit and um, I had a pink flare on me, so I gave her that. And then the, I had the opposite, not opposite color, but a different color. So mm -hmm. I just popped that on. Um, I just yeah, I just thought it. It was just, yeah, just added a different vibe to us running around. <laughs> yeah. But it was also a way for you to cool. introduce color into your shot that wasn't naturally sure. there, which is really mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. And, it's, and it's, it's something for players to think about. What do you, how do you use the environment? How do you use the tools that are in the game to get, you know, maybe a shot that you weren't thinking about? Because Ubdi said it earlier, if you remove the lighting in this game, stuff just looks bland. Uh, but mm -hmm. we're lucky that the, the artists have placed so many reflective things and items that maybe you can put to use for some form, you know? And we're lucky that reflecting that actually work in this game too, because there was yeah. a while when they they weren't in the game. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, very very cool, very nice. And this oh, is yeah. number eight, I believe. Oh, okay, cool. I like the color of that. Um, six hundred. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a pretty cool paint. I don't even know where you get that. You must be. <laughs> it's, it's 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 called. You had to spend a lot of money. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Keep the uh, Seder Raven right to the right as well. Um, mm. Yeah, so we actually put on like a little, um, I guess, a ship show. We were trying to find a random place. Abdi was there too. We were trying to find a random place just to um, call home, I guess, and mm -hmm. just like run missions and like keep going back. But it ended up just being like a ship show. We just kept pulling more and more ships and <laughs> just wandering around. There's so many shots from this day. Um, shout out to Hotori Blade. Um, she came out too. Super cool uh, photographer. Um, posts a lot of shots on Twitter, and um, this is actually Hatori trying to punch me, and I'm I'm trying to block. <laughs> uh, and of course, yeah, got that that golden 600i in the background. Um, yeah, pretty cool. This looks it, like such a scrappy picture. I love it. <laughs> right, <laughs> y'all just fighting out there, even though you got your like big money ship in the background. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what they're fighting over is the ship. <laughs> yeah, so they're fighting yeah. over. They're very cool. cool. Oh, that was a, a cool set. Uh, mm. That was number eight. Good All right, stuff. so Griffin, I believe you're up next. Okay. What did we got? Next? I don't know. Let me see. Got to remember what I put down. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. This series, I think everything in here was a part of the series I did. I was mentioned earlier. I was shooting for Imperial uh, Geographic. Um, this was all a series I did called Noir. I decided to shoot everything mm. black and white in here. And so, you know, when you're shooting it in the game, obviously your screen's not black and white. So you have to be thinking about what are those things that can stand out. And definitely with the idea of noir, you mentioned this earlier, Ubdi, uh, there's a whole theme of what noir images look like and there's a starkness to them. Um, and so I tried to convey that as best I could. So here you've got obviously the uh, lighted aspects of the suit both in the helmet uh and the uh, torso piece um and then there's also to the left and right uh there are the stars in the background and try to create some space mm -hmm. of darkness separating 
you know, the subject in the middle. Um, but uh, even the, the reflection that's on the helmet over the left eye, there's just these different dynamics of things that light up that. I just want like a, a little bit of lipstick to write like from Stanton with love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could do that. You could do that. So um, I, I have to make this question, but I, I want to ask the people who've been, in, been with the community longer. So what do you think of the reputation of um, Star Citizen being a screenshot simulator? Does it make you resentful because Star Citizen is, is, is so much more than that? Or you say, oh, that's cool. That's something that may bring people into the game. What do you... Abby Griffin Kashgar has divine shadow. You're asking us that question? Are yeah. you asking us that question? Yeah, I didn't either, yeah. Oh, can we do that after we do the pictures then? Because I want to get through the pictures. <laughs> Is that okay? Oh, okay. I mean, when we get through everybody's Why? pictures, we can address that. Because I think it's a, you know, people, after we see it, we can talk about it. Um, okay, cool. This here, ugh, I, 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 that's a shame. I, I, I think this was on a Carrick. It is, oh, for sure. it is yeah, in, the dro in the drone remote. room, right? Um, yep. yes, that's the drone and, room. and as you guys know, the drone room's lighting is horrible. There's <laughs> not a lot of light in there. Um, so, you know, I, again, I'm trying to use the starkness of, of different shades of grays and blacks and whites and all that stuff. Uh, it was just one of those shots that I said, here's, and it was also a throwback here. I know this might've been some, somewhat subconscious, but you guys remember in Alien, the, um, what did they call that guy? The one that was in the chair? The um, mother, uh, mother, or no, uh, in the original film, the, what's it called? The astronaut, or yeah, the, uh, yeah, you know, that was like sitting that. in the oh, big the chair that was reclined. The engineer, the engineer. The engineer. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I kind of thought about that a little bit with the curvature and everything of sitting yeah. in the chair like that. So oh. it was just kind of in the back of my head somewhere, but that's on the Carrick in the drone room. Um, I like that. I I know we're trying to get through, but I like that shot because it feels kind of art housey to me. Like mm -hmm. instead of being like super well lit, mm -hmm. if there's like aspects of it that I feel like are it feels intentionally dark, yeah. and it it adds to the moodiness of it. And and to be honest with you, that was part of it was the challenge of saying how can I take a room that most of us would just walk in and walk out of and find something mm -hmm. that look interesting, you know, if you look at it with detail. And that was the other thing too, trying to bring out details was another factor in here too, you know. I've tried to shoot that room so many times because mm -hmm. I think it's so atmospheric yeah. and great, but it is so it's difficult. Tough. I've failed every <laughs> single time. It's tough. Over. It is. It is tough. Um, this was, you know, obviously eh, the multi-tool in certain days, it didn't work. It didn't do anything other than put out light. And I was trying to figure out a way, how do I use this thing? <laughs> so it's not like it's putting off any smoke or anything down there when it's hitting the ground. But, you know, I, I wanted to do this idea of doing some type of labor um out in the field um uh, and and instead of this i think this might have been even before we got rocks to break it had to be because i would have done it on a rock that could have been breaking so this was in the early days of using the uh, the laser cutter i think was probably what i was using there um but it was just something else to try you know um nothing cool. special about it other than just a little bit of gray i i, I didn't want to go start black and white i really did kind of want it to be a little muddled in the background and hopefully that the uh. the, the the person working would stand out a little bit more from that. I think you succeeded in that. Well, I hope yeah. so. Um, this one here is another one. Uh, I think this was on Aberdeen. Mm -hmm. uh, black and white. You know, got you guys know Aberdeen's got that just total orangish sulfur color to it. Uh, this was trying to figure out how to go somewhere differently with it. So I decided to take it black and white with the, obviously with the trees, you've got the craggy trees. 
and, and the roughness of those going against the smooth lines of the 890 and the design, trying to come up with some contrast there. Um, the clouds, I couldn't get them to come out the way. I, I wish I could have made them a little bit more, like if, if you're using like a, uh, uh, a, a a filter. I can't think of the filter you use. Neutral. Like, neutral, yeah, you know, that brings out your colors a little bit more. I couldn't do that. A good infrared mm -hmm. filter would have been great, but uh, yeah. I don't have that luxury in the game right now. Yeah. Um, is it because of the cloud tech or something? No, it's just it's just when you use an infrared or red filter, it, it makes black and white stand out like infrared. Oh, okay. It makes it have a stand out stronger. Uh, but I didn't want to do any post-production. So there's no post-production on this other than me just sucking the, the color out and, and going black and white on it. Um, so that was what it. I like about this cool. picture is that it, it feels like, you know, like when you, when you go to a museum, like or our art museum or whatever, and you see a photo series, mm -hmm. like there's a, sometimes there's just an obvious theme here mm -hmm. and the theme, the contrast that I'm getting and that you, the black and whiteness is allowing this to communicate is mm -hmm. that you have like uh decrepit nature with like uh exotic, and like uh exquisite uh mechanical nature it's such a good like contrast um between the two and i I'm, i love i love that it kind of like the mechanical nature of it is like popping out from the decrepit nature of it that's it's great i feel like i really am in a museum here people are talking about art pieces and like when you're all these big words and whatnot <laughs> Uh, this one here, oh, okay. uh, I wish I could blow this up because at it, it, that size, you're not seeing it, but this really mm -hmm. was, this one was about the detail. Uh, I was really surprised when I, when you see this full size, uh, and, and has got one later. That's a, a amazing shot that uh, with, when it comes to detail, but it's easy to not notice how much work you said this earlier of, do you talked about lighting, how much work CIG has put into clothing, armor, the details are ridiculous sometimes. And this is one of them. There's textures in the shoes, different type of textures in the pants, the jacket, even with the different color areas of the jacket. Some of them have smooth areas. Some of them have looked like what's scaling. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Even the garbage that's on the floor of the tram that's in Hurston, good old Hurston. Uh, just little things that you see. But unfortunately, this is one of those shots that it, it needs to be blown up because it's really more about the detail. I'm 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 getting tired of that pose personally, but uh, the, the detail is what, what it, that it's about for the character. Ah, this one. Um, I shot this and converted this into black and white because it was a part of me that said, if you don't look at it well enough, you won't see that there's a dead person laying down there. Um, it, it 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 could it could blend into the rock itself to a certain degree. Um, and as those of you who've been down there before, you know, that's one of the missions where you have to go find the dead body that's somewhere down in the cave. Um, and that's all that is really, uh, the, the light that's there is the light that's coming off my helmet. So there you go using the lighting that's in the game to illuminate it because normally it's pitch black when you're down there. Um, but just decided to use that as a highlight or a spotlight on that body. Uh, and just the starkness of black and white. I really want to push it a little bit more, but yeah. You, it's only so much you can do, unfortunately. You can't control light the really way, especially in a cave. There's <laughs> not a lot you can do in a cave. Uh, no. <laughs> okay, this is when you can get to use ah. a good game glitch. Because, <laughs> <laughs> as you guys know, uh, Tessia Pacheco, yeah, exactly. You know, it was because I came in the room, she came over, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but there was a day, uh, a particular time when there was a glitch going on and her character was not standing, sitting in her chair, but she was sitting a couple <laughs> meters away from that chair and standing next to one of the guards that stands there. And so I just tried to frame it out as quickly as I could and get it and see if there was anything I could do with it with the lighting. Um, I started to do a little bit of post on this and do a little dodging on him to bring him out, but then I chose not to. I just decided to keep it the way it was. To his divine shadow's point, you know, this was just one of those ones where I just said, let me just leave it, you know, the way it is. But I just wanted to capture a different positioning of the characters. Because uh, as you guys know, uh, Twitch stays in her chair. She doesn't get up. I feel like it says something though, because she was more illuminated than him, and yeah. she's on she's she's the top of the rock. And, so and the other thing is yeah, that she's in power, and <laughs> and that illumination mm -hmm. is coming from the distance. It's coming from the lighted mm. signs and stuff from the buildings, because again, you have no way of controlling light in that area, so it's unintentional in the sense of that's not where the artist wanted it to be, because she'd normally be in her chair, because in her chair she's lit, you can see her, but uh, that lighting that you do see is coming from the buildings uh, off to the right. And then last but not least, uh, this is one that was about depth of field. You guys know that illuminated neon sign back there. That actually leads back to where Twitch is. Uh, as I was coming out, I was uh, my character was there. Uh, one of the things that's actually cool that I didn't, I don't know if it was at this time. You guys know that there's a lot of clothing in Star Citizen that's illuminated. It has its own lights on it, not just armor. Mm -hmm. And so those, those glasses there have an illumination, a neon illumination to them. The jacket does as well. Uh, I wish I had that shirt underneath at the time, but I don't think the shirts at the time when I shot this had that, the light up shirts. Uh, but I was just trying to pull the whole idea of neon lighting from the the uh, the, the written sign in the background uh, all the way to uh, what she was wearing as well. And uh, yeah, that's it. So that's the series on cool. Noir. Those are the rejects. Those aren't the ones I put that got published. <laughs> Those are my rejected oh, okay. ones. Those are the ones I didn't really? put in. Yeah, I didn't use these. No, I used a whole different set of images for the, the that went into the magazine. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that you presented a series, though. That's really cool. I didn't even think mm -hmm. about taking it that direction. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Oscar, what did we got? Nope, nope, nope. His divine shadows next. Nope. Are you looking oh, at the okay. docket? Or are you just looking I'm at the looking screen? At the thing. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Yeah, the best His divine shadow. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, detail. Yeah, detail. So, so yeah, that's kind of where I went with this because, well, as many would know, I always proclaim that the Herald is my favorite ship, <laughs> and one of my favorite things about this ship is the amount of detail that went into the mm -hmm. ship. And uh, I, there was a video. I, 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 sorry that I escaped me. That the individual who made the video uh, is actually a three D artist that does hard surfaces modeling, everything. He made it. He, he really. Uh, explained it very well in, by highlighting the ship. But, but just for me, uh, I, what I really like about this shot is that it shows a lot of detail and it shows how the ship looks, at least to me, it looks like it's a built thing because there's, I actually have a whole, this is actually from a whole series that I did about the Herald uh, a little ways back, but, but this is one of my favorite shots just because it kind of gives you, encapsulates a lot of the detail uh, uh, on the, this particular part of the ship there. But the whole ship is basically covered I'm going to be honest with you. If I didn't know exactly. better, I would think that was the illustration. It's that good. No, I mean, no. I mean, yeah. I'm talking no, about no, no. that no, level I, of detail. It, 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 yeah. To me, it's almost like a, like a super illustrated, you know, di you know image of, of something. Mm -hmm. it, the detail is incredible. And it's so easy to miss this detail. People can go past these ships and, and not see it. That's a great shot. I love it. Damn, Do I, you I feel like Drake and... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. 
Well, I was just going to say, do you feel like, I feel like Drake and Origin do such a good job of making you see these things. Because when Drake does it right, you like, it's impossible to to deny, which yeah. is like yeah. the cutter or like the new Drake stuff I feel like really stands out. Or like Origin with their like marble surfaces with gold inlay or something like that. And it's just like, it's so stunning and uh, inspiring, just like this picture. I appreciate that you went from the garbage can to elegance. I, I appreciate that. You know, I, do, I do appreciate that. When I laughed, I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was agreeing with you. It was just that I was at, there's no way I could, I could take a picture that good. That's what I was laughing at, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> All right, so this is, okay, Dumpy, Depot, tell us about this one, please. Okay, I, I only included this shot because this was one of my earliest shots I had ever taken in the game, and it's kind of just after I discovered, oh, advanced camera controls or, or directive mode, as Oscar had pointed out clearly in his video, as it was called back then. And I was, I, I didn't really uh, understand, like, messing with depth of field or anything like that, so there's there's no, uh, none of that here, but I, I did manage to get the camera somehow positioned in this angle and stuff like that. And it really kind of stood out to me. Uh, back then, I actually played played a female character, but but I since switched uh, as you might see in some of my later screenshots. But that's kind of how dated this is. But I, I just one of the shots that's always stuck with me, and I really like the colors that were in it. As 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 we can say, it's kind of hard to get that that lighting because just with the 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 bright yellow of the Dumper's Depot mm -hmm. sign and the yellow tint of the uh, the visor on the helmet and all that just kind of brought this all together for me so that's kind of one of the things that i, I really liked about this shot do you remember what year you took this i would say 2019 maybe 2019 because okay. for, for a while I, I had not played the game but i came back in around 20 2017 2018 ish so that's kind of when i really started getting back into star citizen a lot mm -hmm. uh, more in those times so it's okay. around then Nice, very nice. Cool, thank you. Oh, so, so, so <laughs> yeah, this is one of one of my shots. Of course, when when I kind of discovered depth of field and and was kind of using it a lot of my shots as well. This was taken near one of the down satellites on Hurston, and I, I really loved how the whole background is on fire. Basically, the camera <laughs> standing there, kind of looking defiant. Uh, in the armor set, we can't really get our hands on easily anymore, uh, as well as kind of the 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 uh, foliage uh, in the shot too. Kind of gives the whole scene a, a certain depth. To uh, brother, tell me about the system. foreground. How did you get the freaking flame embers in there? Yeah. Well, that, that's kind of part. Of, that's kind mm. of a happy accident type of thing. I didn't, wasn't sure if they would mm. show up as, as well in there, but they. Yeah, I love all around that. This, that looks so good. It really really sells the scene for me. So yeah. that's kind of why I really liked it. So DK, what am I so remember? It said the title of this is, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> that's Yeah, that's, that's a really great shot. And I, I, you know, I love the fact that you can see the uh, purple eyes in there, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. So nice uh, offsets of the color, because everything else is kind of a warm color and you've got that cold eyes that are coming out of there, which is neat. Very cool. It makes me feel like you burned down a whole forest just to get, like, <laughs> right. to get that shot. Like that. I'm like terrified. It's like, you know how many ships I crashed I mean, to get that going? <laughs> I'm not telling. Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's jumping, right? Yep, that's the the lovely Anvil Terrapin. That's kind of one of the things I, I like to do uh, is to show off ships and, and other things that you don't see flying around very often. 
Uh, and, and this particular spot is one of the spots I chose for for one the lighting, and the, the of course this the setting uh, of, of kind of being in a, a like a hangar or, or stable like this. For the, for those who don't really know, this is the the new Babbage garage. So actually flying the ship oh, into the garage. I'm sitting here trying to figure to out back. where that was. I'm sitting here saying I know every place in this game. Where is he? That I feel is like you so brought this into cool. Star Wars or something like that. This that, looks that really cool. That is so cool. cool. Using a place that you would never think of using. That is so cool. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd actually, well, I actually was inspired by others that I saw using this spot. And it took me a while to figure out where it was. It's like, oh, okay, I know where this is now. So, so I wanted to make a, a few shots of my own. So I brought the, the Terrapin in there and uh, decided to, to give it a, a, a good go. Nice. Nice shot. Nice. Nice. This is okay. one of the, the few ones I've actually did post processing on. It was the the, the linear blur on on the background. Mm -hmm. And of course, one of my my favorite uh, ships of all time, the best Gladius, the pirate Gladius. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was shot in the rings of yellow. So I, I just basically wanted to kind of get capture that action shot and that sense of motion, sense of speed that that kind of goes along with this. And I, I kind of wanted to get a, an angle that that kind of captured that a little bit. It's kind of a, a first attempt at that, so it might not be perfect, but I, I can see the, the obvious flaws and that probably where I could have done better. But uh, uh, yeah, that's just mostly my intent, just to to capture the, the this particular ship in kind of a motion type thing. Do you ever think about it. the danger of doing that? Because obviously you're not oh, in yeah. the co oh, yeah, cockpit I... when you're taking <laughs> Shot, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, thought, I thought very clearly about this when, when I lined up the shot and started the action and started uh, taking multiple screenshots. So I may try uh, a way to, to not <laughs> have a have an unfortunate ending. Okay. Oh, real quick, what are you using to take the screenshot? Are you, are you um, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Just, just the capture. You know, in games. Yeah, in game capture. Oh, this is in game. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. I feel like a lot of people use different things. So that's a good question. I feel like maybe. Maybe to ask the whole group. Okay, yeah. So yeah, we can do that is. afterwards. Yeah, we can do that afterwards. Okay, but I'm, I'm making note of it. This is uh, yeah, they go to bacon again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course you gotta have your bacon shot. Uh, this this was kind of one of those kind of moments that that I I had where I was doing a bunker mission, and uh, I don't remember if I was coming or going on this one. I think I was arriving at the at the scene there. This, this is actually one of those hostile bunkers where where the towards actually shoot at you. So I had to park mm -hmm. over the the ridge. Mm -hmm. So so I'm cresting over the ridge the to the to the bunker, and I, of course I see Crusader in the sky, uh, sunrise uh, in the background, and just the the way that the facility was lit up. And I wanted to kind of capture kind of a, a scene there where you had this nice interesting play of light and shadow with Crusader hanging in the background there, kind of giving the, the whole scene some depth. You could kind of see some of the, the hills in the background as well, too. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of what, what inspired me for it. And that lighting doesn't last very long. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was a very, yeah. very fortunate moment for me. I'm like, yeah. I gotta get Yeah, you see this. the shadows start to, to creep as you're sitting there. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. One it, of those things where I feel like if you showed this to someone outside of Star Citizen, like, like, what would they think? We're like, oh, this is like you took a picture and then photoshopped a fake planet in the background. Right. Like, <laughs> the foreground is real, but like, it looks so good. Mm -hmm. It's just, I love it. I'm also impressed that you've got five different people presenting images and you're not seeing any repeats. You know, everything is still distinctive. People can still, you know, you, it's just, it's, of course, obviously, it's according to people's own eye and what they see. 
there's just so much that you can do. And, and to, and if you're really into the photography thing, you know, you, you won't get tired. You'll always be able to find something, you know, good stuff. Mm. Ooh. This was part of a whole series. I, I think I actually did a little bit of post on this when I, I adjusted the, the, like maybe the, the saturation of the hue on this one a little bit, mm -hmm. but, but there's a whole series where I just, that's got, took out the, the, uh, the tumbrel, uh, cyclone and was just driving around Damar. And I, I stopped at one point and got out and just decided to do a little pose with my character. How'd you get that freaking uh, lean? How did you get that lean? He's on a hill. Well, yeah, yeah they're on the side just, of a hill. Yeah. So is that what it is? Yep. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> simple, simple solution, Griffin. That simple solution. is crazy. I love it. It's simple, but it's also like, whoa, I've never thought about that. I've never thought mm -hmm. about putting my care. I'm always just like, eh, but like, I was like, how'd you, how is that? And then I was like, dang, he's on a hill. I need to use hills. <laughs> <laughs> your influence in his divine shadow, your influence. That's very cool. Well, like I said, I, I, well, I don't, I'm not sure if I was inspired by anybody for this one. This was kind of one of those things that just kind of worked out for me, but that, this is just one of a series, a whole bunch more uh, with this whole thing. But that, I, I just like the shot in particular, but just because with the character there and, and the, the, the cyclone and all that, and you can kind of see you know, the detail mm -hmm. and, and that kind of pops out. So yeah. I, what I also like about cool. this is that, that him standing there, there's the aspect of scale is there, you know, that's the other thing. Because sometimes it's, it's, you don't see, like, you don't think a tumble is as big as that. But when you're standing, like, literally right there against it, it's like, Jesus, look how big the freaking wheels are. Yeah, that wheel. Thing. Yeah, it's like, good night. Okay. Yeah, cracked a little. Mm -hmm. This okay. one, last one. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I'm not sure if this is the last one, but uh, this, this one in particular was, uh, well, Part of my inspiration probably be Hoska Hot. A lot of the, the character arts that he's, he's taken, I wanted to try to capture some of that detail. And uh, in particular, also, uh, like I said, finding that place with the, the lighting, getting that, that rim lighting uh, as well. Well, kind of on both sides, you kind of got the cool and the, the hot on, on one side versus the other. So it was a really good uh, location for, for shooting this. And I just kind of wanted to get a look at my character Really? One, one of the things that, that kind of upsets me is that they took away the, the red colored eyes. I used to always have the red eyes. Mm. Oh, did they take that? So, yeah. so you can't yeah. have that anymore. Yeah. Where, where was this So light? knowing that you were focused on the lighting, how long did it take you to capture this specific mm. image? Oh, uh, at, at least maybe 30 minutes or so. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> to to wrap, like, no, no, it's not right. Yeah. yeah no, mm -hmm. yeah. Where's the light? Where's the light source? Sometimes. Where's the light source? What is the light this source? Was actually, this was actually taken in a station, and like when you go into the lobby, mm -hmm. you know how you can go upstairs, and oh, that that looks, yeah. overlooks the, the area there. There's that yeah. wall that has like all yeah. those like colored squares. Oh, and like that near there, I believe, okay. That, that I took this particular shot. It might have actually been Everest Harbor, even if, okay. if I recall correctly. I'm so glad you got that backpack on there too, because I feel like there's fantastic detail. Yeah. And lighting yeah. coming from both sides on the geometric sides of the of the hard surfaces, and yeah. that that looks really cool too. There, yeah. very nice. And also, I have to compliment all of you on on making um, beautiful characters. Like whenever I try to make a character in a character creator, it comes out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I only ugly. I, I guess it's a term I, I, I might want to use. <laughs> so yeah, y'all spend time on that. I feel like a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> I, I spend time on my character every time. Mm -hmm. and, Ooh. Fast cart, next one. Going fast, Hoska. Okay, so this is uh, this is Hoska, right? Yep. Yep. 
Okay, cool. So yeah, tell, please tell, tell, tell us about, about these. Oh, this one? Uh, this one was, I think, just about showing the details of uh, Area 18, the lighting. Um, I think this was years ago, maybe shortly before Cyberpunk came out, so I was just trying to get ready for Cyberpunk. <laughs> I felt like this this kind of fit with the Cyberpunk game, so mm-hmm. that's where this one so came where, from. Where, where is this? I mean, yeah. That's yeah, this is Area 18, court. somewhere Area 18, okay. the back alleys. Um, right outside G-Lot. And, and um, Burdu is a big screenshot guy, professional. He works for EA. He does a bunch of stuff. He had taken a shot in another game, and I don't remember what it was, but this was kind of my recreation of what he had done. It was a guy, mostly in shadow, walking away in the distance, and I was just trying to recreate the light mm. and feel of his shot. It's nice. Uh, oh, yeah, the reason why I mean, I got another... because I... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, this feels like another straight out of a concept art book. Yeah, it does. It. Mm-hmm. it does. Yeah, I agree. This one feels like a concept art. Right? Yeah, the reason why I'm not familiar with Orko, but I, I, I really leave new, new Babbage. <laughs> so that's why I'm not familiar with it. Cool. Yep, there you go to Bacon Shot. <laughs> well, old bacon. It's not even bacon. It's This is pre-bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, this week got a lot more colors in it. This was the fake that... Crusader. Hmm. Oh, okay. Like when you couldn't go to it, or if you went too yeah. close, you'd die. You blew up. <laughs> with the yeah, ver- okay. with vertical lines, that's what I'm digging. Is the you got the vertical versus horizontal look to it, which is really cool. Yeah, I, I can't remember if you had to be at the poles to get that or not. Mm-hmm. But there's a and this is on D- Daymar, I believe. Um, obviously, I there's no Daymar visible. That was the whole point. It was just supposed to be a guy mm-hmm. standing, almost mm. nothing. With Crusader in the background, but I'm I'm on Daymar somewhere. Mm. Wow. I don't want to be like derivative here, but this like I feel like this has got like Al- Alfonso Curazon, like was that the <laughs> name that the the director of cinematographer? It's got that feel to it. Mm. Like I could see like Doom just being like plastered. Yeah, like, right it's, it's got such a cinematic feel. The like the the grand like size of the planet compared mm. to the small speck of person is perfect. With the oh man, this is so good. Okay. Oh, this is Whoa. the uh, this is what you used for the opening the logo, right? No, Hasgaha stole my idea. That's what happened. That was my picture. <laughs> <What's that about? laughs> Go ahead, Oscar. Uh, this was just all about detail in the eye. Um, <clears throat> I remember when I released this photo, I was asking people if they could tell me where I was standing because the light oh. I used is reflecting in the pupil. Mm. Um, but like, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but I, I use Reshade, mm-hmm. uh, which is in-game post-processing. So I'm not, I'm not really taking it out of the game and right. editing it, but right. it's, it's live in-game. And so I use an extreme uh, chromatic aberration around to give it that mm. kind of uh. zoomy kind of feel to it. But... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was a very specific place where I had to stand to get this lighting and the the pattern and the pupil. Yeah, just admit it. You were working on you were working on moist eyeballs. Just be admitted in this. That's what it was. Ah, you, both of you, Abby and Griffin, don't don't what I wanted to say. <laughs> Okay, Can you imagine being the person that worked on all those little veins? Oh my on god, the, on the detail. Oh in there? my like, god, that's just damn. Yeah, that's props great. to them. It's great work. Great work. Hey, fast cart, you're unlocked. 
<laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> After you both stole my joke, please go ahead. <laughs> no, please go ahead. Um, I think the inspiration for this was just a uh, uh, lack of color, not black and white, but just simplified mm-hmm. shape, contrast, almost like a Apple product ad, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I came up with it because um, I didn't know this place existed. It's on Uterp, I think. It's like ice, mm-hmm. ice oceans almost. Oh. Um, where it's yeah, just it's completely perfect. flat. There's no texture on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I had to go there. Like a, it looks like the salt flats almost. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. idea. Just it's all ice. Yeah. Like where they would film a car commercial or something like that, where like the mm-hmm. car would just be like zooming around and like you know see the dust in the background. This that's that's really cool. This is a cool location. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, even, and I love the subtlety of the mountains in the background. You, you can almost barely see it. Is that the pilot standing off to the left? Or yeah. no? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I you know beautiful shot, but let's talk about the form of origin. So notice, <laughs> notice the staircase. Notice the staircase leads no, into the paint job of the body. You notice that the, the staircase leads into the body of the, the paint there. Now, actually, that's a beautiful shot. Yeah, I thought really the moderator here. He ignores me. You see, it's a, it's a pretty <laughs> shot. It is a beautiful shot. Mm. Oh, okay. Uh, this is a retake of something I took years before. Um, same basic idea. There's a platform, and it takes me hours to find it every time but there's a platform on a building in area 18 where it sticks out enough Mm -hmm. that you can frame the building that you're sitting on out of the shot Mm -hmm. and have the rest of area 18 out in the distance um and then waiting for night to get the haziness of the lights coming up and all that stuff and again the people provide the scale on this one yeah yeah there's a lot of scale going on in my Mm -hmm. shots that i gave you I love that. Do you, so you're you're always taking pictures of someone else, or are, do you have two accounts, or are you taking a picture of someone else? This one is someone else. I don't honestly remember who now. Okay, I was just <laughs> lately. Like, like, do you have like a do you have a model, like a person, or a second account? Or I have friends that like I have a lot of people that ask and say I'd love to help and but jump in a game with you and take a shot. But I tell That's them, so cool. you know, this this takes hours and it's. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah, yeah. And I feel bad dragging people in, but there are a couple people who will spend the time with me. And lately, I've actually been forcing my kids to help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So oh, same basic straight from CIG. Yeah, yeah. Right. The same basic idea as what uh, his divine shadow was doing, but this is with reshade uh, in game using uh, a shader called real long exposure, where it simulates just leaving the shutter open longer, so you get mm. these motion blur effect- effects. Um, but doing it in game, I can see it and maybe control it a little bit better, as long as I don't crash into something. Yeah. Um, but it looks like I'm going fast. But I think I had it set to like maybe a 20 second shutter and I was going a few meters a second. Mm. And that gives you a smoother blur. Mm-hmm. 
Don't lose your detail. Y'all gonna make me download there. Reshade. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's really nice. Cool. All right, I think this is number seven coming up. Yep. Anytime I okay. get sent to prison, which is never my fault, I try to make the best of it. <laughs> and the, I, I find the lighting in the uh, Clesher Caves to be the best. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm down there, I try to take some pictures. Yeah. Very cool. cool. Very atmospheric down okay. there in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm just looking. It's that's just, what I'm looking right? at too. So the, I'm like, there's, there's a so lot of stuff here. Your yeah. pictures. There's so much to see. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the smog or, or the fog or whatever you want to call it. The atmosphere, like you said. Yeah. Cool. Oh, and I think the last one. Yeah, and I want to I comment about this one too when you're done. How's God talking about this? One? Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so I, this was a couple, or maybe a year ago. Um, but. Uh, a friend of mine who helps me with some of the shots, he discovered and told me that the space wrecks that you do missions for, like you go to find the dead body or investigate, um, you'll see these dead bodies floating around with the broken helmet on. You can actually loot their helmet and take it. <laughs> so I stole a few and then sat on it for months. I wanted to do some sort of a shot and I couldn't figure out what to do with it. Uh, and then one day I came up with this. I did a gasping motion and wanted to get the eye just barely through the slit. And, yeah. Ooh. And then I, I was in I was in a space station somewhere to get the lighting really bright overhead and mm -hmm. in my face. Mm -hmm. But a darker something dark was behind me. I don't remember exactly where I was. And what I wanted to say about this shot when I saw and first of all, I guess I, I have to say this again. I wish you could see what this shot looks like when you look. I'm on a 40 inch screen or whatever the, the detail in here is ridiculous i mean it really is i didn't even notice that you could see the person's eye the, their pupil yeah, when yeah. i first saw it until i blew it up and looked at it but what i wanted to say is this is another example of using things in game bringing them together to create something you know this isn't the way it was but finding the helmet finding the right lighting again how much time does it take to pull all this stuff together sometimes you find yourself tapping a stupid key 80 times just to get the right <laughs> angle under a light or you know get the camera zoom focal length the way you want it it takes a lot of work um and, and and to the point we've always talked about machinimas and how much time people spend some people spend not only hundreds of hours but literally weeks or months but people doing this type of photography can also spend a lot of time trying to get that shot right uh, it takes yeah. a lot of work to get it, but I thought this was a beautiful shot. Um, and again, the detail, hats off to CIG. When you see every little rivet, every little thread in the gloves and, and everything, it just blows your mind. You know? Cool. Yeah, so, yeah so I had a couple cool. of questions. Uh, I had a couple of questions. One was, what do you use to screenshot? And the other one's, um, what do you think of um, Star Citizen being a, screen, a screenshot simulator? Did, has it made you resentful or made you proud of the game or are you trying to bring people in? Or what do you think? So, uh, what do you use to take screenshot, uh, High Scar? Huh? I use Reshade these days. Um, in the early days, I was using uh, MSI Afterburner. Basically, the default in-game screenshot tool is it captures in JPEG format and it won't let you control uh, the compression or the quality. Um, and I've I've asked several people at CIG and they've never been able to tell me exactly what the settings are, but um, 
it regardless of how big your screen is how what how big your resolution is because it's a compressed jpeg you're not gonna get all the detail out of it so I, in the early days, I was using MSI Afterburner because you can capture in PNG, which is a lossless format. Um, but then I switched to Reshade to start using the shaders. But you don't even have to, if, you're, if you just want to capture in PNG or even BMP, you can use Reshade and just not even mess with all the fancy shader stuff. Just capture the image straight out and you'll get a high quality lossless file out of it. Cool, thank you. I think I think you you just made people start downloading the the, the app right now. <laughs> Reshade is a whole rabbit hole. Yeah, um, it's complicated. It's yeah, it's it, it can be a mess. But figuring it out once you get used to it, at least a small start with a small set of shaders if you're going to go that route. Like a lot of you have photography experience. Um, Reshade has uh, a level shader where you can just adjust levels. It has a black and white filter. It has stuff like that. So you just start small, figure out how that program works, and then you can move on to fancier, crazier stuff. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, I love that. I, so I, I don't use Reshade, but I, I have been, especially since using uh, DLS or DSR in order to get up to 4K, because I have only a 2K monitor. Um, I've been thinking about how to get like the full, uh, you know, like like Hasgaha was saying, how to get like a fully uncompressed picture. So I started using um, NVIDIA Shadowplay. Um, so I use that because it gives you ridiculously big PNGs um, that oftentimes you can't even upload to places because they're too big and you end up having to <laughs> compress them anyway. <laughs> like um, the community hub. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, you know it. Um, but I just, I just love that. Uh, for me, I have a workflow. I have um, I play on my PC, but I also have a Mac that I do like photo editing to sometimes. Um, and being able to control where it saves your file is a big thing to me. So just using Shadow Play to say put this in Dropbox so that when I'm playing in game, I can immediately send it over to my Mac and see what's going on um, on a different computer. So I'm not like t alt tabbing out of the game is um, big for me. So Nvidia Shadow Play works well for that. Yeah. Uh, Meg, do you use anything in particular? Um, I do not. I just press the print screen button. That's the way to go. Print screen. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, at least. Maybe in the future. I got that the same for you, Griffin. Uh, I do both. I, some, sometimes, do both. sometimes the screenshot, if it's planned out, I'll do shadow play, like like uh, Abdi said. But you know, if it's just something spontaneous, I hate to say it, print screen button, boom, done deal. And his divine shadow, you already said you print screen button. Yes, print, print screen. I've tried reshade in the past and, and some other tools, but yeah, I really haven't justified using anything else. But yeah, but if I if I really wanted to to go deeper into it, I might consider consider other tools like uh, reshade on, on a more like more per permanent basis or or Nvidia's uh, capture solutions because they. Like I said, you can get better quality out of those, but uh, the just the the regular in-game tools are are sufficient for for most purposes. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Haskell's video I watched earlier. I decided to to just take the print screen and use copy into image. I don't I don't use quality. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh god. 
So what do you got? What do you guys think of becoming screenshot simulator compared to like when you first start, became a backer to now? Anyone? Well, I mean, people have said that. Like I said earlier, some people say it in a complimentary way. Some people have said it in a negative way, or or in a in a not not negative, but they just kind of at that point it was like, well, here's one thing that we know works in the game is screenshots. You know, the other stuff isn't working. You know, um, but I mean, I think that it has been to the advantage of CIG because there are people that one one thing that people cannot deny is that Star Citizen is a beautiful game, and a lot of it uh -huh. comes from screenshots that people have seen posted whether it's in Reddit or, you know, on CIG's uh, uh, website, wherever. Uh, so, I mean, I think it's an asset. I don't see it as a negative by any means. There's some people who don't care about that stuff and that's okay, you know, but there are also a lot of people who are learning about it and they admire it. They, they love watching it. You know, some, just like people do the watch machinimas, they do the same thing with these. Every week, Yacht Club spends, what? Uh, HDS, Hotska Hottie spent what, 20 minutes, 30 minutes looking at screenshots, you know, every week, yeah, you know? So yeah, it's, it's something that people like to see. And I just want to say like, uh, from my perspective, I, one of the reasons why so many people love this game is, uh, you can go there. Like what Fastcart was saying, that mountain over there, you can go there. Mm -hmm. Um, uh -huh. and like I was saying, the fact that this is all like when you when you see it all come together and you experience it for yourself it 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 has i don't know i don't want to sound like a cultist or something like that but like it, it really <laughs> does right. it, it really does feel unique in terms of my gaming experiences knowing that that is a place that i can go to and i can still take a picture and it looks as if someone hand painted that that skybox or something mm -hmm. is big to me i end up sharing my stuff mostly with other star citizens I don't really evangelize outside of that because, um, I don't, I, I, th I don't know if people get it mm -hmm. and I don't uh -huh. want to explain it, mm -hmm. yeah. but when you show it to other, other star citizens, I, I feel like, like the moments it. that I had where I was looking <clears throat> at his divine and, and Gomab and, and Hasga, uh, not Gomab, I'm sorry, his divine and Hasgaha and, and Griffin and, and Meg's shots, like where I'm just, my jaw drops, you know, like I love, I love feeling that it's cool to see that. Okay. Cool. All right. So Griffin, you want, you want to take, take yeah. that over? You know, real quick, I want to talk about what are some ways that this can mean something beyond um, just the, the fanciful idea of taking pictures, right? How does this build itself possibly into the game? Uh, and Meg, I appreciated something you said earlier. You talked about getting the macro photography and, you know, later on, I've seen people, I can't remember who it was now, but there was someone who actually went into the game and started doing macro photography of stuff because you know, the players run past things so much. I was in coming down the, the elevator in uh, Orison. And when I came off the elevator, they had a bunch of plants that were lying in there. And I went up to the plants and just for some crazy reason, I decided to zoom in on them. They even have, you know, how, like plants get little dead brown areas on them and stuff. They put so <laughs> much freaking detail. I'm like, somebody could do a whole thing on the different foliage and plants in this game, which is like ridiculous, right? But I wanted to talk about... Hmm? Say and you know the developers, so someone had to research plants and to, to get all the details right. Well, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. The time and effort went into that. Whether, yeah, whether, whether it's plants, whether it's clothing, whatever it is, that somebody went into a great amount of work and detail. The question becomes, how do you translate that into things that people can do in the game? Now, I'm not, I, I know people always think I'm joking around about the whole origin thing, but I want to show a video that Hasgaha did 
a section of it and a section of a video that I did. Uh, and what I'm looking at is how these things can be part of a game loop later. And Pascart, you're in one of these videos, okay? So I wanna show Hasgahaz first, okay? Um, he did a video here called The Eclipse of Stanton. Okay, I got it. Now, I'm not going to run this whole video because it takes some time. It's about, uh, it's two minutes long. There will be people who will do touring in the game that will want to see pretty places and they'll want to go there and take pictures. He was showing us the video, but I guarantee you there'll be some people who will be like, hey, I'll take this tour. Or there may be a mission where you go out and do something like that. And for reputation, you can take a photograph. Uh, but I think that there are gonna be these other avenues that will open up for gameplay uh, in Star Citizen. I'm gonna show you one other one while I'm still kind of getting things on the computer running here. Cause I mean, everything's shut down. So I've got to re-log into everything here. Um, this other video was this one here. And this was when uh, Invictus, two years ago, uh, Baskar, Fist, several people, I think DK was there. And we all wanted to go see the Bengal carrier for the first time. And so we all piled into a ship and we took a 600i. And the reason why we took it is because of the visibility of that ship. And people were able to find spots and I'm gonna let you hear the dialogue, but what people were doing was getting their tourist cameras out and exciting to take pictures. I'll make sure to get some shots of it. Thank you, sir. Big ship. We're gonna yeah, pass direct. It's gonna pass directly over us, okay? Yep, I'm filming Idris. Oh, good, good. You got film, okay. You got screenshots and film. Oh, shit, I should have F4 done this. Have I said? Yeah. Look at the gun on that thing. Oh, my God. Look at the <laughs> guns on that thing. <laughs> That thing is insane. <laughs> the gun is as big as... So think about not just situations like this, but when there's other places in solar systems, nebulas, all types of stuff that people... You know, you can't pilot and do all this stuff sometimes, but there'll be people who will pile in a bunch of friends just for the sake of doing a tour of something. Um, and people will. I, I think personally people will do it. They'll get into it, you know? As crazy as it may seem, I think people will. Oscar, how you said there people that, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, people are doing that now at the Damar rally. They get the 890 jump and yep. they get the VIPs to watch from the 890. I've, I've been on. They inverted the ship and we sat there and watched them from the glass top. It was so cool. Y'all make sure y'all get the shot on this. But there were about seven of us on the ship when we did this and people were excited about doing it. I don't want to sound like a cultist again, but like, what other games do you see people doing that kind of stuff? Yeah. <laughs> that like, many. Like, what no. other games do you like have people piling into a ship just to see something like this? Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I mean, MMOs, MMOs, you know, some MMOs have like limited time events and stuff like that, but this is. Sometimes it's for something as big as this ship, or sometimes it's for something just like, oh, there's an eclipse, like a, a regularly occurring event or something like that mm -hmm. in the game. That's. 
Ah, definitely cool. And, definitely. and talk about scale. <laughs> that gives you some scale references right there. Definitely. Well, listen, we've got some questions, Fast Cart. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you go well, ahead and ask them? Okay. Or what? So I'll, I'll do yo yo. One of them, they could do it. Whoever wants to do it. I got it. Who I look okay. at the questions? It's in uh, Redeem. I, I saw you, I saw you after the show, but this is from Bonsai138. So what are you guys thinking about the mix of external cameras, head tracking, camera movement to get drone-like flyback shots, especially of ships? So what do you guys think about um, mixing, mixing external cameras, head tracking, camera movement to get drone-like uh, shots? I do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, some of the the MO Esports promo videos we do, that's exactly how we do it. We mm. position the camera either right at the front of the nose of the ship, the, like a something small, like a Pisces or an M50, um, just so it's not in the shot, but you know exactly where the camera is based on your ship, so you're not crashing into anything. Uh, and then you throw in some head tracking movement and you get some dynamic flyby chase kind of shots. Very cool. Cool. I've done the same thing myself. All right. That was um, Bonsai. I'll make sure that it's complete mm -hmm. and come to the next one. This was the one from uh, Popped in Space. Right now, the camera is for art. Does the panel think the camera will become a gameplay feature, like for spying, cartography, and more? What do you think of the potential for the, um, to, for, for, for the camera to become um, gameplay feature? Ever, ever since the, I mean, I think the third-person camera has always been in the game, unless I'm mistaken. Um, but from the very beginning, people who take the game seriously, like the FPS or the combat or anything, a lot of people, or not a lot, but there's been a, uh, a group who have been very against external third-person cameras because uh. it's fake. It's just this floating, mm. like there's nothing there. You just, you're... You're cheesing the game. You're you're getting views you shouldn't be able to get if you're viewing from your eyeballs. Um, so a small group of us, I have a very, very small Discord channel for camera SC junkies, and we've been pushing CIG to implement a camera drone. Short range, something small that everyone can see, everyone can shoot at and destroy, something mm. we can upgrade, we can repair, but it fixes all those problems and it it includes the or it creates the like what you're saying where you can use it to spy on people to look around corners to yeah, create all sorts yeah. of gameplay yeah so we're waiting for that i mean the carrick is supposed to have those giant drones that can go out but mm -hmm. um my camera just went wonky yeah it's okay it'll, <laughs> it'll pop back in it does that from time to time internet <clears throat> okay yeah. Oh, so you're, you're done, Haskaha? Yep. Okay. Uh, anyone else want to take that before I go to the next one? Mm. Good. Well, okay. I, I kind of mirror what, what Haskaha says, that, that we should have a yeah an actual physical camera drone in-game. Because, yeah, it just only makes sense, just kind of given what, what they're going for, uh, immersion style with, with the whole game and just would fit more lore-wise and everything like that and just probably have some arbitrarily way, arbitrary way of looking around uh, and things like that. And it, it just kind of to further answer the questions, will it be used strategically uh, for, for more things like, uh, of course, that you, you would have like satellites perhaps or, or other 
specific ships like the like the well just to name one ship the the reliant mako which has this whole uh suite of screens that that uh, are supposed to be used for for cameras and, and shots and stuff like that that could potentially be used for for shooting an event or or conversely for for espionage or or just intel or anything like that and this could all tie into maybe data running as well too where the images that are being captured by these things could be saved as some sort of data or information that can be be transported by other ships and other players and stuff like that it could be a whole commodity built around this that's kind of where i would hope it would be going but of course it's just speculation on my point part I was going to ask you guys, do you think that, that the Mako will become the extension for us in-game uh, beyond the orbiting camera that, you know, surrounds our ship or around us? But do you think that they'll come up with some enhanced something that, you know, that that, that you would prefer to use the Mako? You know what I mean? Uh, when you want to capture, do you think that that, because right now we know we call it the news van, right? Oh, we're going to capture combat and battles, but... Uh, what are the possibilities? I'm thinking of like how the um, the Hubble telescope, you know, things of that nature. Do you think that they'll create something that allows that ship to do a little bit more, you know, and, and also give you a reason to put it to use beyond news reporting? I thought that was the marketing behind it. That was the whole point. It was just never done. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I would really hope so. Like they were talking about that. streaming from the camera and... Right. right, like more advanced camera stuff out of that that mm. module, but nothing ever happened. And then even the early days, you were stuck with a crosshair in the middle of that camera. Right, right. So people didn't even want to use it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. Oof. I mean, it's great for when you're shooting, but it, the crosshairs in your image, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It made, uh. In the beginning, it was just a turret mm -hmm. view. That's all it was. Right. So. Right. Okay. All right. So we have one last question, but I mean, we kind of covered it, but not really in this um specifically but um what compiling software do you use do you use um nuke adobe after effect blender first of all i want to say stop insulting us by thinking that this isn't all raw images these were all original shots i don't know what you're talking about about some compositing or post, <laughs> that was from new post, soul that was from fist i, I know i'm giving fist, fist i'm giving fist, fist a hard time like like we're not good <laughs> enough to just get these shots naturally no i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm insulted <laughs> I don't know. Did you guys have to use any of those any of those products, any of those softwares at all? Uh, well, not for the shots here. So I, people ask this a lot, but I try to make a distinction between screenshots and then images because I do yeah. both. Yeah. And uh -huh. I very specific tell people this is a screenshot. It uses reshade most of the time, mm -hmm. but it's still in game. I'm not compositing. I'm not adding. I'm not doing a lot mm -hmm. of post editing. Um, but then, like, I work for GRDF. I do some of their mm. man, their instruction booklets, manual, the box art, stuff like that. And mm. those, a lot of those are composites and art and lots of Photoshop layers and all sorts mm. of stuff. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I do both. But yeah. for screenshots, no, it's just reshade mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, if I, I uh, for professionally, if I'm working, I've been working for a large corporation, so I have them pay for Adobe Suite. Um, but I only use that for that work just in case there's any copyright issues. So I've, uh, since uh, maybe a couple of years ago, I've kind of sworn off Adobe just with the um, constant paying every month kind of thing. Uh -huh. um, so uh, I've found analogs that have been lifetime purchases 
um, which hopefully, you know, if anyone's watching here, it's more accessible. Um, so like I use Affinity Photo, Affinity Designer, Clip Studio Paint, uh, uh, you know, there's there's analogs for, for everything, uh, DaVinci Resolve. Um, so if that's if that's the way you want to go, you can do that. But uh, Affinity Photo uh, and uh, is is kind of what I use for. Like the, I showed that one shot where I turned it into kind of an ad. Um, that's what I what I use for that. Nice. Okay. I think... Oh, that was the last of it. Cool. Well, we've got through the show, guys. We uh, we're a little long, but we uh, we got through it. Uh, we want to say uh, first of all. Uh, thank you to His Divine Shadow and to Mr. Haskaha for being our guests here this week. First time for both of them, and we really appreciate them putting in the time and submitting their work, which was awesome. And I want to say thank you to Abdi and Yo-Yo, because I didn't know that they had such great talent as well. I'm definitely going to start using y'all so y'all can forget it now. And and to our, our curator, Fazcart, as well, for pushing us through um yeah I, I took one screenshot but we didn't got we didn't have enough time to get to it so that's fine yeah that's fine. you didn't submit it <laughs> that's what it was um anyway. is that your new nickname though the curator the curator no, oh god don't give him another title please don't give him another title oh my god oh god it's funny you said that my adobe creative cloud just told me i've got all these updates going on jeez i think it's gonna start um Anyway, um, let's talk about what we've got coming up. Uh, Abdi, why don't you talk about, oh, Fast Card, you talk about it. Talk about Thursday. And Abdi, you talk about Saturday yeah, Thursday. for me. Thursday is Soul Talk, 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. UTC. Where we talk about uh, what's going on in the community. We normally cover uh, Star Citizen Live. We normally cover ISC for that week. And whatever else is going on in that week. That's a community um, uh, dis discussion. People can come and let's go and talk to us about the different topics. And it's a fun time. So come on in on Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. UTC for Soul Talk. Mm -hmm. Abdi? Yeah, and, uh, no, Abdi's got Okay. Yeah, so Soul Voices is our other show. It is uh, also community-based, but it's more looking at the community. So looking at Reddit and uh, Spectrum and, and other places where people are talking about Star Citizen. Um, you can have your voice there, too. Um, you join our Discord to learn more about that kind of stuff. But that show is on Saturdays at 3 p.m. ET. And next Sunday, we are doing a show entitled Weather or Not. We're going to be talking about the impact of weather in Star Citizen. We know that we have a little bit of weather. It's kind of wacky weather. But we know that CIG <laughs> has talked about dust storms and nebulas. Well, not nebulas. Um, windstorm, snow, rain, all this stuff. And Total players. Yes. Yeah, so, well, yeah. And, and how this stuff is going to impact us with gameplay possibilities for the future of going into pyro and all that good stuff so it's going to be next sunday at 8 p.m is that right 8 p.m eastern time i forget what time our show starts uh next week whether or not <laughs> hopefully you guys can join us for that okay uh other than that that's it uh, we're going to wrap it up because we are over time once again thank you to mr hasgaha thank you to his divine shadow uh thank you to yo-yo fast card update thank you for all of you guys who bore with us through the crash of 2023 april 2023 but we came back 
<laughs> Appreciate you guys hanging out there with us. We are going to be setting ourselves up for a raid for one of our good friends, Verity. Yeah, I just, I just got to say, dude, these screenshots were fantastic, beautiful, incredible, spectacular, fabulous. <laughs> God help him. Please help him. We're going to be raiding Verity. So thank you guys again. Uh, we'll be seeing you. We're going into, yeah, we got one more. We're still in April next week, right? One more week. Okay, then we get into May. All right, hope you guys are enjoying. Oh, no, I'm not going to even say 3.18.2. Anyway, let's hope that 3.18.2 gets better. <laughs> but uh, we're going to let you guys go. Have a great night. Stay safe as always. Peace, love, and soul. And we'll see you guys soon. Take care. Adios.